I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Hi, Pat. Hi, Sammy. This is a... I'm so excited. I know. About, I can't believe we're already yeah. through second season of Buffy. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Episode That's 33 crazy. of our podcast, and we're already done with season two of Buffy? Yeah. Boy, we're cruising Wild. now. Yeah. Cruising for a bruising. Oh, yeah. For sure. No, I, I hope not. <laughs> You're always cruising <laughs> for a bruising. Me? Yes, Me? I'm always true. on my best That's behavior. I, my <laughs> I, I always never leaky bucket anything, and I'm always, oh, mm, I'm yeah. always just- you Always never leaky yeah. bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Sure. Yep. <laughs> well, welcome everybody to Kicking and Streaming. Welcome. Yeah, big episode, big double Buffy episode for all you yes. Buffy fans. You're just you're just throwing your hands up right now. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah. Like like the wave across the world. Right, the wave across the world who <laughs> listens to the, this podcast. They are all doing the collective wave for the double Buffy episode. You know, yeah. let's just put that out into the universe. That's a that's a beautiful thing. If we all just came together to do a wave, yeah. why not? Okay, let's start it going right now. So if you're in your car, get ready. We're going to start oh, the wave. No, okay, not in your car. Okay. Don't do this if you're in your car. <laughs> oh. Come on, Pat. We don't want oh. people to get in car accidents. I mean, okay, one one hand if you're in your car, just your left and hand out the safe. window. Like, yeah. don't do this if you're going around a crazy turn and you, right. you know. Right, We're going to you know start what? this. Let's only, how about don't do the wave Unless you're stationary. Ah, okay? uh, so boring. I want to see everybody you just doing said the that wave. You follow all the rules. I want to see everybody doing the wave across the world on the highway. Big collective wave. It's going to be epic and amazing. Because most people listen to this podcast. Most. Yeah. Do. Okay. Three, that two, one. True. Wave. Whoa. Whoa. Oh my God. This is epic. <laughs> I can feel it from here. Wow. So. Uh, we fixed the feed issue. We? You did. Yeah. Well, I told you what I thought it was. <laughs> this is and true. you went and did it. So I yeah. think it's, I think this is a collective we fixed it. Okay. But, so now you, know. you can see all past episodes. Right, right. But here's right? the thing. I did email the company, our hosting platform, our podcast mm-hmm. people. Yeah. I emailed them. So I, you know, I took it upon myself to send out an email but then i figured it out right after so everybody who's just tuning in now (laughs) you can all go back to your episodes one through six which weren't showing up in the feed before but they're all there now all 33 episodes the recent 25 right yep yeah that is so that's good yeah high five pat high five virtual high five yeah speaking of things that are being fixed and need to be fixed. Uh-huh. I hope your air conditioning is working because oh. it is hot. It is so oh weltering in the Northeast this week. We hit a heat wave. 90s. 90s, it's like hundreds, you know? It, it's very oh. humid too. That's what's wrong with the heat up here in the Northeast. It's yeah. like- It's not dry heat like in good old Southern California. No, no, it's the heat that feels like you're wearing a blanket of m- mucky muck muck. <laughs> like a like yes. a blanket of, of just feels uh, like you're walking through cellophane humidity 
Wrapping yourself in cellophane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cellophane, Mr. Cellophane. Could have been my name, Mr. Cellophane. Because you can look right through me. Walk right by me. And never know I'm there. Is this Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, nailed it. (laughs) I actually like hey, Chicago a lot. Hey, good for you. You like Chicago? <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I know you one. don't like musicals. Ah, that's a good it one. It's a good one. I like that one. John C. Riley. Mm, yeah, very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, you like him. Yeah, I do. Big time. So did you fix your AC? Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> here's the thing. We fixed it, uh, which I was so happy about, about three weeks ago. And then it went out again right before this heat wave. Oh, no. Yeah. We think that it's something wrong with the um, thermostat because as it got really hot two nights ago, I was running around the house again trying to troubleshoot my air conditioner just like I was previously to that episode where I explained what was happening. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And it was very frustrating because we all had to go to bed in like, you know, 89 degree heat in the house. You can't sleep in that. I know. But then the next morning we, we turned it on and it clicked right on. Fine. So crisis averted for now, but we think it's a bad thermostat. We got to buy a new one. Oh, well, that doesn't seem too bad, though. Nope. Could be worse. It's on now, and now it's nice and chilly down here, but it looks a little different on your end. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little, you can see I'm a little shiny. (laughs) You're a little flush, a little shiny. A little flush. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in, so you're in your basement. I am. I am in my second floor, is Mm -hmm. where my office is now, and I don't have an air conditioning unit in this room. We don't have central air, (laughs) and it's it's hot. And it's only going to get hotter as we go through these episodes. my pants wow from when you <laughs> and really I started hot. just talking <laughs> which was like 15 minutes ago wow yeah <laughs> no i was wearing capris so they were a little bit longer and snug so i put on looser fitting shorts but you know what maybe by the end of this podcast i'll be you know pantsless you won't be able to tell no, that's be true fine. yeah it'd be so. underneath the zoom window yeah, you, you can't even, you wouldn't even know. Wouldn't even know. Cool. Cool. Also, I wanted to tell you, yes. so I was listening to, uh, our, you know, our buddy Dax, oh, listening yeah. to Armchair Expert, mm-hmm. and he had uh, Rupert Grint on. I think this episode is from March. So oh, okay. Rupert Grint, uh, yeah. Ron in Harry Potter. Ron Weasley. Love him. And at one point, they started talking about Lost. Oh, Yeah. And Dax was like, uh, Rupert Grint was like, yeah, I had never caught it. So I started watching it or he, maybe he started rewatching and I can't remember. And mm-hmm. Dax was like, oh yeah, I was into Lost for a little while. And then it got really crazy, which is kind of what everybody oh, no. says. Here comes the spoilers. But then he, then he started to be like, yeah, because then they introduced and then I went and I was in my car and I was like, la, 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 And I just like kept doing that until, and then I would like stop for a second and then they were like done talking about it. So, so it was not, not spoiled for you. It wasn't a spoiler. You avoided the spoilers. Yeah. Cause I avoided it. Dax was almost a leaky bucket. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know. Well, um, I I don't know why I didn't just turn it down. I just started going la la la, and I was like driving home from the vet with Appa, mm-hmm. and so he just like looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> there she goes again. I was like, you don't understand, Appa. <laughs> it's leaky bucket stuff. He's like, oh, so okay, yeah. I don't even know that what they were saying was that important because they didn't go on for very long. But. Yeah. Hmm thought that was funny i wanted to tell you that yeah let's just dive right into Buffy. there's so much to talk about in these two episodes i don't even care what's going on in your life i don't don't care what's going on in anybody's life right (laughs) except for everybody in sunnydale 
All right, so I'm going to do a quick recap of season two so far, okay? Oh, boy. Quick recap. Just, just I think big we, bad stuff. Didn't we try this before? Quick recap. Did that, did that happen? For season one, but I didn't actually write it down, so I think I was rambling a lot. Mm-hmm. This time I wrote it down, and I'm more prepared, okay? Okay. So season two started out with a bad attitude Buffy grappling with being killed by the master and then revived by Xander. Right. Died in the uh, puddle, the, woke up. She's good. Right. Mm-hmm. She's good now. Mm-hmm. The anointed one was still lurking around, and oh, he made yeah, his lackeys. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? You forgot. Yeah. There's so much um, that's happened. Willie the Snitch. Yep. I don't even mention Willie the Snitch. This is going to take longer if you keep interrupting me. <laughs> Sorry. Then. You're just talking about all <laughs> these care. things. It's just bringing yeah, up some of my memories. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, so Anointed One made his lackeys try to restore the master using his bones, but Buffy smashed them up real good. Mm-hmm. Um, then a new big bad shows up. The Spike. badass rock and roll vampire Spike, who crashes into Sunnydale, literally, With to his cure his ailing vampiress, mm-hmm. Drusilla. Sick of taking orders from a mini vamp, Spike treats the anointed one to a bit of sunlight and he explodes into dust. So bye-bye anointed one or right. annoying one, which yeah. is what he called him. They, they, they like hoisted him up in the cage yeah. and he hit the sunlight, exploded. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get best part of the season, Seth Green introduced as Oz. Oz laid back quiet guitarist for local band dingoes ain't my baby <laughs> yeah and he takes a liking to willow mm-hmm. uh while giles starts regularly dating the computer teacher jenny calendar mm. we get a few tastes of giles past in the form of ethan rain an ripper. old schoolmate of yeah. his mm-hmm. yes uh well rippers giles yeah right yeah so Ethan Rain is an old schoolmate of Giles uh, who causes trouble in Sunnydale by opening a costume shop and turning everyone into whatever their Halloween costume was. Right. Great was episode, episode. Halloween. Very fun. Yeah. Uh, then we realize that Giles was very into the black arts as a teen when an old demon he and Ethan summoned with a couple of other friends uh, comes comes back to try to kill them. But Buffy saves them both and Ethan skips town. Was that the blue guy? Yes. That who was the one. showed up at uh, the mall? No, that's no. the judge. That's the judge. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, this is another. The one that they, it, the Igon was. Igon. But he was kind of bluish maybe in the face. Remember Jenny got possessed by it? Mm, yes. Yes. And, they, and then oh, they had right, to right, right. Okay. cross possess Angel, uh, Angel and Angel. Right. Angels yep. inside demon fought it out. Yeah. Got it. So then Spike hires bounty hunters to keep Buffy occupied while he uses Angel Drusilla's mm-hmm. sire to restore Drusilla to health, and we meet Kendra, Kendra. a new Kendra, Kendra, a new Slayer that was called when Buffy was briefly dead. Two mm-hmm. Slayers, Pat. Two That's Slayers. That's never happened before. I know, and I said she's going to go away forever, and here she is. She's back. In this yeah. Episode. Well, we'll get into your predictions in oh, a second. Okay. Uh, so Kendra goes back home after helping with the bounty hunters, and Drusilla is restored to health even after uh, the Scooby Gang saved Angel and burned the church around Drew and Spike. Mm. to the ground yes. but spike now be, na- is now put into a wheelchair right so then the big bad kind of switches to drusilla at this point mm-hmm. um and then during all this madness xander and cordelia start making out in secret and then they take their relationship public which does not go well for them <laughs> but they keep it going after the initial shock and anger from those around them mm-hmm. and then willow and oz begin to date too of course linking up and for everybody's linking up everybody's linking up 
For Buffy's birthday, Spike and Drusilla gift her the judge. This is who you were talking about. The arm in the a box? A demon. Yes. Yeah. An arm in a box. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the judge is a demon who burns the humanity out of people. And, you know, isn't that so nice of them to do that for Buffy's birthday? Yeah. And Angel gives her the gift of sexy times, <laughs> which lifts the curse of his soul. And he becomes bad and soulless and jealous. Right. Again. Yeah. Back to his old, old hijinks. Mm-hmm. Jenny has been keeping a secret that she is Yana, a gypsy descended from the people who originally cursed Angel with his soul, sent to keep an eye on him. And Yana. Buffy and Giles are pissed at her. Yeah, me too. That's when I turned them. on her. That's when you turned on her too, mm-hmm. yeah. Oz then discovers that he's now a werewolf thanks to a bite from werewolf. his cousin Jordy. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I know. I just like, as I was typing these notes, I heard that in my head. The werewolf? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But Willow still wants to be with him. Yep. So they continue dating. For now. Um, And then working on getting back into everyone's good graces, except for Angelus, Jenny works hard to locate and translate the ritual to restore Angel's soul, but Angelus breaks her neck before she can tell anyone or attempt it herself and then he leaves her body in giles's bed in an elaborate romantic setup crushing episode sick yeah that was a deep episode i know Mm -hmm. that was a really rough one yeah then we've got a few monsters of the week like a poltergeist who uses buffy and angelus to reenact a tragic murder suicide between Mm -hmm. ex-lovers but neither of them die so they are able to set the poltergeist free and then Drusilla and Angelus continue to cause trouble, but they don't know that Spike has gotten better and he's able to get out of his wheelchair. And he, Pat, is not too happy about how Angelus is making the moves on his girl. Yep. And that's pretty much where we are. That's where we are. You made no mention of Ted. I didn't. I was keeping it quick. Okay. All right. And he wasn't part of the big bad. All right. Well, I appreciate your brevity. Yes, but you like Ted. I do and like you Ted. want him to be known. I want it to be known that John Ritter <laughs> was a legend. Also, I didn't. I also <laughs> didn't didn't talk about your favorite vamp. Your favorite uh, vampire cowboys. Oh, Tector Lyle and Tector. Lyle. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Those guys were kind of awesome too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where we're at. So wow. this episode, we are talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer season two episodes twenty one and twenty two, becoming part one and becoming part. The original air date for Becoming Part 1 was May 12th, 1998, and Becoming Part 2 actually didn't air until the next week. So you, Pat, are lucky in that you got to watch them back to back. Yeah, I mean, both of these episodes together did feel like a whole lot because each one was a huge episode. Yeah. And might I say they are... Banger episodes. (laughs) Both of these are. I thought you would say that. Yeah. So them together, like it was a lot to take in for two episodes. So I could totally see how they would split it up over two weeks. Yeah, definitely. And the same thing with like the Lost season one finale, how they split that into three episodes. That made sense. Yeah. Although it doesn't feel like nearly as much happened in that as happened in this. (laughs) No way. Lost, I feel like they, they have like two big moments in their finales or something. But yeah. like this was like, whew, a lot a going lot. on. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this, uh, both of these episodes were written and directed by Joss Whedon. Yes. 
And you have a lot of predictions. So I, I kind of went back like all the way to the beginning and tried to pull as many that are sort of answered or potentially wrapped up in the season finale. Okay. So from episode 15, ep- and these are episodes of our podcast. Yeah. Um, you said the chief of police and Snyder know all about this hellmouth business, so they might be in cahoots with the FBI. There's more to the story with the people in power. They know something's up, and they're keeping an eye on it. Or maybe they belong to some sort of government club in which they're fostering Invisigirls to be assassins and whatnot. Perhaps. Snyder is feeding assets to the government like Invisigirl, and in exchange, he's getting government checks. You said he's living high on the hog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Um, episode 17, you said that maybe Oz will become part of the Big Bad storyline. Maybe his band will get involved with the Big Bad somehow. Like maybe at some point he gets kidnapped by Spike and maybe gets a spike through his hand. He can't play guitar and Willow has to heal him. Mm. Episode 18, you said Drusilla is going to get dusted or something will happen to her near the end of the season and Spike will come blasting with revenge rage. Mm-hmm. And you said, Kendra is gone. She's into the ether because that accent was bad. <laughs> <laughs> also, in episode 21, you said that Spike and Drusilla are back and Drusilla is the new big bad. Um, Spike's going to be out for a bit. And this is where the turn starts to happen, where Spike starts to figure out that there might be another way to this vamp life. Mm. Maybe he got his head knocked around and he's starting to think his vamp life over and he's going to break good and go the way of Angel. And then you said that might or might not happen. Then you abandoned everything you know in that prediction. <laughs> I think I nailed Other than Drusilla it. being the strong one. <laughs> I think I nailed that one. Well, was... that's why I brought it back up. Yeah. Kind of giving you the benefit of the doubt a little bit. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And episode, uh, also in episode 21. So this uh, episode 21 was the first Buffy two-parter, uh, the What's My Line part one and two, where uh, where Spike hires the assassins and right. um, restores Drusilla back That's to health. That's where Kendra was there. In, yeah. In, yeah. Mm-hmm. So also in that episode, you said Willow and Oz are going to be together and then Oz is going to die, but you didn't say when. Right. Uh, episode 25, you said Angel's going to stay a meanie for a while and he'll come back to regular Angel at the end of the season. Episode 29, you said somebody's going to find the floppy disk and then we'll be able to recite the incantation to get Angel's soul back, but they need an orb of Thessala. They still got to find a way to get Angel back, but he's going to, he, but it's going to take a lot after all the ruin he's laid. So this was after the episode Passion. Man. When Yana was killed. Look at these predictions. You also said that Angel's going to run away and go off to his own series eventually. He might sprout wings or row off into the distance. (laughs) Well, something like that happens. (laughs) They're going to make him good, but he's going to say goodbye and he's going to leave. And the season finale will be his exit. That's close. That's close. So then in episode 30, you said we will get more flashbacks of Buffy as a kid, but we will never hear any more about Celia ever again. Yeah, Celia later. She's lost to the ether. (laughs) Celia later. (laughs) So that kind of, we get a little flashback of Buffy. Not as a kid, but still. Mm. Uh, Then you also said in episode 31 that Spike will play into the season finale big time. He will use Angel as bait, try to kill Angel, but it'll backfire and maybe Spike and Drusilla end up dying and something happens and Angel comes back to his old self, sprouts wings and flies off and starts his own show. So many predictions. Then you also then I asked you about Snyder, what you thought about Snyder, because a little bit more is kind of revealed about him and his connection to the police. Um and the mayor here, like he says something about, I think the police chief says like, oh, the mayor's not going to be happy or like something like that. Yeah. 
Um, and you said that you th- that you think Snyder knows Buffy is a slayer, um, but you weren't really met ready to make any kind of prediction about him. And yeah. then um, episode 32, um, which was last episode, you said, okay, this wasn't a big bad episode, which means next episode is going to be big bad. We're going to get Spike and Jealous, Drusilla. Drusilla is going to die somehow. Spike will fight and Jealous and he might die, meaning Spike. Mm. And then you said, we might find out more about Snyder and he might die as well. Which, by the way, your prediction for the season finale of season one was also that Snyder might die. So you're really just trying to kill (laughs) off Snyder. He's got to go. Which I appreciate. He's going to go. He's like, we're all going to get that huge audience moment where we're like, yes. Bye-bye, Snyder. (laughs) Because he's the worst. You can, uh, yeah. I'll just keep making that my prediction. Keep making that your prediction. This is going to happen. So uh, let's get into Becoming Part 1. Let's get into it. So I don't know if you noticed this, but there was no opening prologue used this time. Hmm. Did not notice that. Yeah. So this is actually the first time that the opening prologue isn't used. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually didn't realize that it went on for this long. I thought it was only a season one thing, but it they happened. They had the opening prologue all the way up to the last uh, to go fish. So no, no cold open is what you mean. Like no little scene before the titles. Is that what you're saying? No. uh, The opening prologue is the thing that's that goes. um, Oh, the There's where girl, Giles is talking, something. like one girl and all the world, da 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 da, like that whole thing that's right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not saying it right because no, I'm saying his speech from episode one. Right, but right, right. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, like that whole thing where they like show the vampire thing and they show like the there's like a big vampire book that they show gotcha. and there's the whole like cemetery. Um, yeah, that okay. ha- doesn't happen anymore. It's done, which is kind of good forever i thought it was wasting precious real estate yeah but now that it's gone kind of miss it you know well, nostalgia you didn't, know. <laughs> you didn't even know that it wasn't there so <laughs> anyway we open in a flashback how very lost of buffy yeah and we're in galway ireland galway galway, galway. ireland 1753 a man on a horse trots by and two drunks are tossed from a pub and one of them is our friend Angel, mm-hmm. promising to be back when he has more money. He yeah. tells his friend that he's going to sneak some of his father's silver and then his friend passes out in the street. Um, Angel spots a beautiful noblewoman dressed to the nines and as he approaches, we can see that it's Darla. Yeah, Darla. Darla. Okay, so <laughs> Amy was saying, we know this girl. She was in a different episode and I was like, nah, I don't recognize her. <laughs> Oh God! So there we go. Of it's, course, it's Darla. It's Darla. That well, makes sense. you didn't put it together like a little bit later. <sighs> what do you think? What oh, do you think? I go with no. Mm. Anyway, he offers to escort and protect her when she asks, and then when she asks if he's up to the challenge, she says, "Milady, you'll find that with the exception of an honest day's work, there's no challenge I'm not prepared to face." And I did a pretty good Irish accent there. I would say maybe really? even better than him. Mm. Okay. Kind of towards the end. Okay, fine. You know <laughs> what? You word, didn't even know who Darla was. One so syllable. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so he asks where she's from, and she says around. And he says he's always wanted to see the world. And she tells him, "I can show you the world." <laughs> Shining, <laughs> shimmering, splendid. <laughs> he asks her to show him, and she tells him to close his eyes. And she vamps out, bites his neck, and then draws her fingernail above her boobs, 
cutting her skin to let out blood, which oh, okay. she forces him to drink. And that, Pat, is that's how the whole a sucking thing. That's what yes. you, that's what you got to do. They suck. They suck your they blood. Suck. You suck their blood. It's right. a whole big. It's a sucking whole sucking thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. So because when she did it, I was like, obviously there's like a special effect involved, but I was like, is she just painting like her bosom with some blood, or did she slice it? But it yeah. Makes sense well, that also she it. the way that like her fingernail is not like pointing down. Mm. It's it, it is it does look weird. Right. So Be, I can well, understand because, why you. Yeah. The special effect is that they're just smearing it, you know, but I'm sure yeah. it's got to like pour out or, or something, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yes. So that's how you become a vampire. OK. Uh, then we cut to 1998 Sunnydale. So present day. Um, and Angelus is lurking in the shadows watching Buffy fight a few vamps. And I don't know if you noticed this, but one of the headstones says Hurley. Yes. Amy pointed Did that out. <laughs> Yeah. I was, I was looking it, down on my notes, but it she, also says it later on. It's like a little bit more um, noticeable. Yeah, we should post that on the gram. That's a good, good. Uh, yeah, crossover. that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, she stakes one of the vampires, then the other, uh, or then she tells the other, "I want you to get a message to Angel for me. Tell him I'm done waiting. I'm taking the fight to him." But of course, she stakes him. Uh, so then she's like, "Okay, I'll tell him myself." Mm. Um, then she helps a groaning Xander up from behind a gravestone. And apparently he's been patrolling with her due to the unusual amount of vampire activity lately. So this scene right away when Buffy's whooping butt in the cemetery, the, mm-hmm. I noticed right away the soundtrack of these episodes are big. The like, yeah. the big score is really yep. happening in these episodes. Christoph Beck. Oh yeah? It sounds like yeah. Alan Silvestri, like Back to the Future type music. Bombastic. Yeah. Big yeah. score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and I'll have a. I have a little bit of trivia about mm. one of the scores. Okay. Uh, later on, not until I think you know the, the score, eh? I know the score. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but there hasn't been any angel sightings. Okay. Um. And she's itching to get it over with. And then Buffy says, "We better go." I haven't even started studying for finals yet. Um, and Xander says, oh, yeah, finals. Why didn't you let me die? <laughs> and she says, hey, look on the bright side. It'll all be over soon. And they leave the cemetery and Jealous watching them. And he says, yes, my love, it will. Mm-hmm. He smirks and he turns to leave as well. A lot of lurking in this episode. A lot of watching yeah, from afar. A lot afar. of lurking and smirking. Lurking and smirking. <laughs> That's what we do in this podcast mostly. Yes. We lurk and we smirk and we pun and we stun. Ooh, there we go. There we go. There's a new tagline. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Write it up. Write it up. So then we get the intro credits. And back from the intro, we pan over a very large chunk of rock in the Sunnydale Museum of Natural History, where a technician is carefully cleaning and inspecting it under the direction of Doug Perrin, one of the museum curators. Oh, Dougie. Giles enters and Doug introduces himself, then says that he spoke to someone at the Washington Institute and was told that we have the best authority on obscure relics right here in Sunnydale, meaning Giles. Mm -hmm. And Giles bashfully downplays his skills, then turns his attention to the rock. Doug tells him that construction workers dug it up outside of town. Giles says that he's got some theories as to what it might be, but he doesn't want to share them just yet. Very clever, Giles. Very clever. That that would be me if I didn't know what it was. I'd be like, oh, I've got some ideas, but I'm not going to tell well, you Well, he yet. probably does actually have some ideas, but is also like, I'm not going to tell this museum curator that we live on a hellmouth and this might be a demon. Oh, well, yeah, of course. So I'm going to tell him that I'm not really sure. But if he didn't know, you know, fake it till you make it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
put that one in your back pocket to think yeah. about. Oh, to sure. pull out whenever you need it. Okay. Um, Den Giles notices some runes on the big rock, and he asks if they've carbon dated it, and Doug says the results will be back in a couple of days. I'll go out on a limb and say old. <laughs> oh, yeah. Runes, huh? Uh, I called them hieroglyphics, yeah. but that's not correct. It's runes. Um, yeah, they're de- they definitely look more like runes. I think hieroglyphics are like specifically in Egypt, maybe? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. Okay. Uh, Giles scrapes at the rock a little bit and then notices a groove and he asks Doug if they've tried to open it. And Doug is surprised saying he thought it was like solid. Um, Giles asks him not to try to open it until he can translate the text because as a rule, he doesn't like to be surprised. Mm, Yeah. Then we cut to Sunnydale High Cafeteria, which no good from can come from this place. No. After last week yeah, or the week before, whatever week it was when the snakes burst out of everything. That was a couple weeks ago. Last week was fish demon. Fish, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But what's really hilarious is that Xander is reenacting Buffy's stalking from the night before with (laughs) With fish fish sticks. sticks. (laughs) I know. And I'm like, does this make him like a cannibal? Why? (laughs) Because he's still a little bit part fish. He's he's three times a fish guy. (laughs) Because he was getting plasma treatment. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I don't know. I thought they were mozzarella sticks at first, and then oh, I got. But then Cordelia is like, "You have fish hands, ah." Yeah, and I was like, "Is is that a joke? Because they're fish sticks, or because he was a fish guy?" Three times a fish man, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Willow, sitting on Oz's lap, asks Buffy if she thinks that she's ready to fight Angel, and Buffy says, "I wish people would stop asking me that." Yes, I'm ready. I'm also willing and able. Just the one test I might actually pass. And Willow says, don't say that. You're going to pass everything. I will get you through this semester if I have to sweat blood. And Cordelia compliments Willow on her teaching skills. And Willow says that she really loves it. Um, And Xander taunts Cordelia with his fish hands as Snyder comes (laughs) in and sucks all the joy out of the room. Oh, yeah. Two handsy (laughs) in the the lunchroom for Snyder. He asks Willow if there's a chair shortage. (laughs) <laughs> and she's like, I didn't hear anything. And then she catches on and moves off of Oz yeah. back to her own seat. And he says, Snyder says, these public displays of affection are not acceptable in my school. This isn't an orgy, people. It's a classroom. Yeah. And Buffy says, yeah, where they teach lunch. Yeah, no dry humping in the cafeteria, okay? They were just, she was just sitting on his mm, lap. I don't know. <laughs> are you, come on, Willow dry humping <laughs> in school, please. That's yeah. not going to happen. You're right. Snyder says, just give me a reason to kick you out, Summers. Just give me a reason. Yeah. And then he walks off. And Cordelia says, how about because you're a tiny, impotent Nazi with a buck up his butt the size of an emu? Sick burn. Yeah. But, you know, he had walked away already. So Right. Well, that's the best time to throw down a burn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Willow asks Buffy if she wants to go over her house to study that night, but Buffy says that she's got a patrol. She doesn't expect Angel to turn up, but that's when he usually does. Mm -hmm. Then we get another flashback, this time to an abbey in London in 1860. We got some nice monk chanting in the background while Drusilla goes into the confessional, and as she steps in, um, in through the curtain, an arm... Um, juts out of the adjacent one where the priest usually is. Yeah. And then muffled noises and struggling can be heard and the arm gets pulled back in. (laughs) And then we cut to inside the confessional. Drusilla sits down and pulls the scarf from her head saying, you know, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. That whole deal. Blotty, blotty, blue. 
<laughs> uh, and it turns out Angelus is on the other side eating the priest. Whoops. <laughs> He's just feeding on him. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you said feeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying I'm to warm up to it. I'm trying to get <laughs> get with the nomenclature. Yes. Get with did the you words. Ever, did you ever have to do confession? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I, bear, I don't think I stepped foot into church until I was older. Oh, really? Yeah, and by then I was like, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I did, but only because I went to a Catholic middle school. Right. And that's like part of the gig. But actually, did I even actually do confession? I don't know. Because I probably even then was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> but also, I think if you're not actually Catholic, they don't make you do the the Catholic stuff. Because that's only yeah. for Catholics. Like, I was mm. Christian, but I was Lutheran. Gotcha. Which is less strict. It's kind of like the fun cousin of Catholicism. Okay. It's the way I like to think of it. All right. So believe a lot of the same stuff, but they don't make you confess. Gotcha. And other things. Um. Anyway... So Drusilla tells him that it's been two days since her last confession. And Angelus is like, that's not very long. Yeah. <laughs> she confesses that she's been having visions again. She foresaw a cave-in at a mine. And her mom says that she's cursed. And she says she doesn't want to be an evil thing. Hmm. Now, I'd like to read some lines here. Okay. Do you want to be Angelus or Drusilla? <laughs> I'll be Angelus. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's start from, oh, hush child. Oh, hush child. The Lord has a plan for all creatures, even a devil child like you. A devil? Yes. You're a spawn of Satan. All the Hail Marys in the world aren't going to help. The Lord will use you and smite you down. He's like that. What can I do? Fulfill his plan, child. Be evil. Just give in. No, I want to be good. I want to be pure. We all do, at first. The world doesn't work that way. Sorry, I was clicking back to my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Father, I beg you, please, please help me. Very well. Ten Our Fathers in an Act of Contrition. Does that sound good? Yes. Yes, Father. Thank you. The pleasure okay, that's was... All. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine, you can say it. Go <laughs> ahead, say The pleasure was line. mine and my child. <laughs> I raised so, my I love this because... <laughs> He's like, all the Hail Marys in the world won't help you. Okay, fine. Do 10 Our Fathers in all right. contrition and you'll be fine. <laughs> Just do 10 Our Fathers and you're all good. <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I Great, feel like that's thanks, how it works bye. though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's 100% like, how it works. Just do like three and a half. Hey, I murdered a hundred people. Well, it's okay. Just say in Our Father for every person you murdered and Jesus forgives you. There you go. It's going to take you a while, but you know. Yeah. That's what Jesus wants. But let's not. I was going to try to avoid that conversation, Pat. <laughs> what conversation? But you dug in. <laughs> the right. lunacy of Catholicism. and No, I think we're just talking about it. I didn't say it's a lunacy. I, uh, you know, uh, let's move on. <laughs> okay. <sighs> anyway, uh, we cut back to present day and Jealous's mansion. Drew tells Spike that she ate an old man who got stuck in her teeth. Yuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that the moon has been whispering to her. And Angelus enter, enters and bops Spike on the head. And then he asks Drew what she saw. Drusilla said, something terrible. Psst, 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 psst. <laughs> At the museum, a tomb with a prize inside. <laughs> and Angelus holds his hand up to her head and says, you can see that all in your head. 
And Spike goes, no, you ninny. She read it in the morning paper. (laughs) (laughs) And Jealous takes the paper from him and we see the headline, Mysterious Obelisk Unearthed. With the subtitle, Excavators Discover Ancient Artifact. What's an obelisk? Is it just the shape of what that is? Like the phone booth size shape? Well, what's funny is I looked it up because I was like, I don't think that's an obelisk. Obelisk obelisk is like circular, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's supposed to be like something that it it starts, it's like point, it ends up in a point. Kind of like um, a stake. The Washington (laughs) Monument. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's an obelisk. Is that right? That's the Washington Monument. Stalagmite? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a stalagmite. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So it's something that generally is like circular on the bottom and then tapers off at the top, kind of like a really tall, like candle taper hmm. candle all right so that's not really an obelisk um, by definition by definition at least by the definition that i found okay because it's just a big block of concrete or rock is kind of what it looks like right hmm. so then angelus tells drew don't worry soon it'll stop soon it'll scream <laughs> yeah i wrote that that line down i thought it was good soon it yeah. will scream uh real quick spikes back yeah. in the wheelchair yep uh, I want to see the scene in between these two episodes where Spike gets up and he's mad at Angel, right? The big reveal where he can stand at the end yeah. of the last big bad. And he yeah. kicks over his chair in anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he stands there for a second and he's like, uh, all right, well, you know, places people. And he picks up the chair and he sits yeah. back down. <laughs> like he's going to act like he's he's still handicapped for, you know. For a, a more dramatic longer. reveal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't get that scene. We no, just get him in a wheelchair again. Yeah. Willow is helping Buffy study chemistry in the computer lab, and Buffy is struggling, calling herself a moron. And Willow goes, Will you stop that? You're not stupid. You just had a lot on your mind. You can learn this real easily, but if you're just going to give up, then don't waste my time. She really. When Willow lays down the law, she lays down the law. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. When Willow uh, puts her foot down, yeah, it's down. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Buffy drops her pencil off the side of the desk where the yellow floppy is. Floppy disk is. Floppy disk. <laughs> floppy disk. <laughs> Missed a word there. <laughs> yeah, whoops. <laughs> um, but she grabs her pencil and doesn't notice, notice the disk. And then ah. she's like, deja vu. And she lets the pencil drop again. Vuja and this day. time... <laughs> She discovers the disc. Yeah, she finds it. She hands it to Willow. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, of course. Of course. That was real hard to predict, Pat. (laughs) Come on. I just, you know, I'm so proud of you. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she hands it to Willow. She She puts it in the computer, and they realize they found the restoration spell for Angel's soul. Ah. Then we flash back to a forest in Romania in 1898, cutting between a uh, point of view shot of someone running through the woods and a gypsy camp where yep. people are placing rose petals on a dead young woman. And an elder woman is chanting over an altar of candle- candles, stones, bones, and an orb of Thessala. This is Yana's old peop- old village people. Yes. Yeah. Um, Angela stumbles into the camp as the woman is finishing her chanting. His eyes glow kind of like a golden pink and his soul has been restored. Mm. A gypsy man steps out to speak to him and Angel looks confused, doesn't know where he is. And the gypsy man says, you don't remember everything you've done for a hundred years in a moment you will 
the face of everyone you killed, our daughter's face, they will haunt you and you will know what true suffering is. And Angelus is still confused. He says, killed? And he starts to weep. And then back in present day Sunnydale High. I was hoping to uh, see Vunkel just for a minute, even though the timelines wouldn't match up. Would not have matched up. <laughs> yeah. But maybe he was like, you know, a really old like gypsy person who like. Just, so maybe he was just like a baby here and you wouldn't have known it was he's like a baby. Anyway. And then when you uh, met Vunkel in 1998, he was like 200 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Let me do that. Well, math. we would have been 100, 100 years, years old. old. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so I guess it could have it could have happened. So basically, Angel has had has been cursed with a soul for a hundred years. Right. If this happened in eighteen ninety eight. So if I'm doing the math, he was around a hundred and forty years previously without a soul. Um. How well, old is that guy? How old is this see, geezer? The first flashback was seventeen fifty three, oh, but we don't boy. know how old he is at that point. I say he's twenty. Yeah, I think that's probably about right. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think he's 241 years old when he's dating Correct. Buffy. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to do the math. So, yeah, that's a lot of years. Yeah, it's a lot of years. He's an old dude. Old geezer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I guess I'll do the math. Okay, so if in 17... <laughs> now we're doing the math. <laughs> if seventeen, if in 1753 he was 20, then he was born in 1733. Get your TI-83 out. minus 17. Get a formula for this one. 33 is 265. 265 years? Yeah. Old? Yeah. So was he lying about his age? I thought he said he's 240-something. Too farty. Too farty. <laughs> what happens when you have 120 beans for lunch and 120 beans for dinner? <laughs> you get too farty. <laughs> that's a good joke for for an irishman because yeah. that's how you're supposed to say it you know right kind of an irish accent yeah so yeah well you know everybody tries to downplay their age yeah Pat, that's so true he's just downplaying his age right okay yeah no because that's if he was tw- i mean maybe he's a little bit younger than that but probably not yeah he could be i guess he could be like a teenager yeah which would make more sense that he would be trying to date a 16 year old I mean, even at 20, it's still creepy, but... Question marks? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Anyway. Anywho. Anywho, go back to present day Sunnydale High Library. Buffy hands a paper with the curse printed on it to Giles, and Willow kind of backs her up as Xander and Cordelia look on. Xander says, so he killed her before she could get it... Sorry. Cut that. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Xander says, so he killed her. Before she could tell anyone about it. What a prince, huh? Yeah. Um, and Cordelia says, this is good, right? I mean, we can curse him again. And Giles says it's beyond his knowledge of the black arts, which I'm also like, is it though? Because remember Igon? Oh, right. Let Igons be Igons. Igons be Igons. <laughs> <laughs> but Willow says that she's been researching the black arts for educational fun and wants to give it a whirl. Hmm. And Giles says... Willow, channeling such potent magics through yourself, it could open a door that you may not be able to close. Willow says that she doesn't want danger, but she insists that she'd like to try. Xander, not into it. Mm, No, he does not want this guy to come back. He does not. He's not into this plan. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, the guy's done so much damage. He's got to go. And that's what I said in my prediction was like, how does he come back from this? 
Right. Yeah. So Xander's argument is he's like, okay, this might restore Angel's soul. For How now. about who cares? You know, and Buffy's yeah. like, I care. And Xander reminds them that Angel is a killer and he feels that everyone is just kind of forgiving him and forgetting about what he did. Yeah. Um, and he says that Angel needs to, to die. And Giles says, well, you know, restoring Angel's soul seems to have been Jenny's last wish. And Xander says, yeah, well, Jenny's dead. Oh. And then Giles gets angry. Yeah. He says, he like don't you ever speak of her in that tone again. And then Buffy tells him to stop fighting. Yeah. But Xander keeps on digging in, saying to her, you can paint this any way you want. But the way I see it is you want to forget all about Miss Calendar's murder so you can get your boyfriend back. Oh, oh, oh cutting deep, oh, Xander. Ouch. Yeah. So Buffy walks out and Willow gives Xander dagger eyes. Mm-hmm. If looks could kill Pat, whew, oh, yeah, he'd be, you'd dead. be dead. Very dead. Mm-hmm. At the museum, Doug is at his desk and he hears some whispering, but he turns and he sees that no one's there. Poor Dougie. He goes, he goes to the big stone where it seems the whispering is coming from. And then bam, Drusilla is there. She bites his neck Ouch. and drinks while Angela says, I'll have one of these to go. Mm. Um, and then he tells Drew to save him some of Doug. Doug. Hmm. Isn't Doug, Doug uh, the name of the guy? Yeah. Um, never mind. Let's continue. Isn't Doug the name of what guy? Uh the guy who owns Wendy's. Wendy's? The food I, chain? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Let's keep going. You want me to look it up? No, it's either Doug or Tom. This mm, guy reminds two, me of the two Wendy's good guy. names. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure he doesn't remind you of Colonel Sanders? Nah, definitely not. <laughs> no, I know Colonel, Colonel Sanders when I see one. <laughs> <laughs> and this is no Colonel this Sanders. Is no Colonel Sanders. He doesn't know anything about frying yeah. chicken. He can't oh even identify God. a rock. <laughs> I love fried chicken so much. I want yeah. some fried chicken, extra crispy, please. It's Listen, been so long since I've been to KFC. I yeah, I'm I'm okay with that personally myself. But yeah, you I ever will had say, a, a, a bowl? You ever have the traditional? What do they call them? Uh, meal bowls? What do they call them? I have no. <laughs> Help idea. me out here. All right, let me paint the picture for you. It's a bowl. <laughs> I think you've told me about with this mashed potatoes. <laughs> of course, I have. <laughs> it's a bowl with mashed potatoes in it, right? And then they. They put <laughs> they put a bunch of corn on top of the mashed potatoes. Oh, okay. And they so far, sounds like wait. A <laughs> no, first, pie. yeah. Except they put a bunch of uh, crispy chicken nuggets like oh. in the bowl, you know, on top of the corn and potatoes, and then they oh, drizzle a whole bunch of uh, gravy Maybe. on top. Uh, but wait, there's more. They also sprinkle cheese on top. Ugh, that sounds oh. disgusting. No, it's so good. <laughs> sounds like I would. No. I would oh, blow it right out my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. It's like it's like probably two thousand calories worth of just you know salt and oh my yeah. god, it's so good, so good. Blow it out your ass is another thing that I've said in <laughs> anger before. I don't know if you've heard that one. <laughs> if I've told you, like to somebody. I have no idea where it came from. Oh boy! But yeah, that okay. and shove it up your ass. <laughs> oh right, that that's a came classic. from either classic story Very that nobody sassy. knows. Yeah. No, should I tell that story? No, I don't it was think just so. Just someone in a parking lot. 
told me to put a carriage back and i will say now i always put the carriage back i don't know what yeah. was possessing me at that right. point i don't know why the story makes me laugh so but i was hard. like let's see we were buying stuff for scarlet and she was like two so i was 16 probably with a two-year-old that makes it even better well no we weren't with scarlet oh, okay you weren't you i was her. shopping with my sister she was buying christmas gotcha. presents for her Mm-hmm. and uh and this and this one i was i think i was just like who the fuck are you like that kind of that sort of thing like oh it's not like she worked for the store she was just some you know woman getting Pass out of her, her car to go yeah. shop some citizen and she, and and like i put the the cart on you know like a one of those divider things or something like that in a parking you lot you did not and she, put it back in the queue no, no. i didn't mm. and you know, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> so please mistake. don't send me hate mail about this because I don't do that <laughs> She's anymore. She's one of those people. In fact, a lot of times I will take the other carts. Maybe this is karma. Maybe I'm just trying to it's get my karma back from this one incident. Kartma. I feel guilt. Kartma. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, this woman was like, put your cart back or something. Yeah. And like not really talking to me but like under her breath i think what really pissed me off about it is that she reminded me so much like the way she said it reminded me so much of my stepmom oh see there you go so you that's pr- what you brought it was. the personal baggage that's what it was i this brought lady my personal was just baggage. a citizen trying to help out the shop but she was also like mind your own business okay lady like so you told her what what are you, a cart vigilante? <laughs> no, you did so not. So I tell said, her that. shove it up your ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This sweet but again, old lady. I didn't. She sweet, wasn't an old she's lady. 85, she was like in her 40s. No, 85, just getting, her, just getting her, her groceries. Do not rewrite my history, Patrick. <laughs> she was hobbled over in pain trying to make it to her car, shaking with the bags in her arms. She was getting out of her car <laughs> to go to the store. She was like 40 years old at most. Yeah. Hmm. She just reminded me of my stepmom. Yeah. So that's the baggage I so brought. So you show that, okay. Karen. <laughs> so yeah, her name. Wait, did you know my stepmom's name is Karen? No. Was. No, I did not. She's still alive, just not my stepmom anymore. Okay. All right. Yeah. And and so when people talk about Karens, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I can attest. Yeah, justified to the Karenness of Karens. Oh, poor all the nice Karens. My cousin is a wonderful Karen, but yeah. she spells it with a Y, so it's okay. different. Anyway, <laughs> I don't even know where we are anymore because <laughs> you've brought up yeah. this painful memory of mine. Somehow we got into KFC and it led us into, yeah. Shove it up your ass, bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Classic story. Anyway. That <laughs> <laughs> yes, that old chestnut. <laughs> All right. Um, they get. I'll have one of these to go. Okay. In the summer's residence, Buffy's on the phone with Willow, who has not nice things to say about Xander. And Buffy tells her she's going to make a few sweeps and then come by. Gathering up stakes, she finds the clotter ring that Angel gave her, and it makes her sad. Then we cut to Buffy walking in the park. She hears something and gets ready for fisticuffs, but it's Kendra. Kendra, she's back. And she's got a cool jacket on. And were you like damn it like what was your reaction to this i was like oh wow there she is i was like half surprised but not really yeah i was like yeah i could see her coming back yeah makes sense right yeah but um, you know she not, well eh, don't okay. say anything all right buffy asks why she's there then answers for her and she's like let me guess your watcher informed you that a very dark power is about to rise in sunnydale and she imitates her accent and Kendra says, that's about it. 
And Buffy says, great. So you have any idea what this dark power is? Then we cut to the main hall and Angelus's mansion, and he's walking toward the big rock. Spike, already sitting nearby in his wheelchair, says, it's a big rock. Ooh. I can't wait to tell my friends they don't have a rock this big. <laughs> this shot, when they uh, walk up to the obelisk mm-hmm. in the building, big the big rock, nice dolly wide shot starts kind of on the ground and then tilts up as we dolly in and, and yeah, Spike and I is think on that- left frame i think drusilla is holding a dolly too is she yeah drew's on the know. right there's a couple times where she's holding a doll with this. angel and i think angel's got a uh trench coat on of course and they're walking and mm-hmm. it's cool lighting they're like kind of backlit with the obelisk in the in the background yeah, this is definitely great a cool shot. shot great, great shot. shot loved it absolutely yeah. fantastic cinematography you should start a blog called great shot great shot and i could say it, it like uh what's his name there back to the yeah. future doc brown yeah 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 great, great shot, shot. <laughs> but it's about shots from like movie and tv this is a really great idea actually <laughs> i know <laughs> this is why i'm an entrepreneur yeah tm <laughs> trademark i have too many businesses <laughs> okay it's here on the podcast nobody take the great shot idea all right yeah. that's mine yeah and mine well, i get royalties okay fine Okay, Um, so then Angel explains that it's more than a big rock. He says, Akathla the demon came forth to swallow the world. He was killed by a virtuous knight who pierced the demon's heart before he could draw a breath to perform the act. Akathla turned to stone, as demons sometimes do, and was buried where neither man nor demon would want to look. Unless, of course, they're putting up low-rent housing. And his vamp minions bust open the obelisk and slash big rock and sure enough there's a big old stone demon inside kind of looks like a big gargoyle yeah he looked like uh i couldn't figure it out it's from like a commercial or something oh yeah yeah like something silly later on he kind of yeah. reminds me of the cave of wonders but we'll talk That's about not that what later I'm thinking of, but no yeah. probably not but i'll keep ruminating upon this yes yes ruminate please mm-hmm. Oh, I wrote, what a fun little Easter egg surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's like a kinder kinder, uh, surprise? A little kinder surprise. Kinder egg. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like you get one of these in your Happy Meals. Right. Um, Okay. And then we're going to do some lines here. Okay. So Drusilla sees it, closes her eyes, raises her hands to the side of her head and starts to kind of sway back and forth. And she goes, he fills my head. I can't hear anything else. Let me guess. Someone pulls out the sword. And you're, so that is you, a spike, and I'll be Angelus and Drusilla. And Angelus says, someone worthy. Mm. The demon wakes up and wackiness ensues. He will swallow the world. And every creature living on this planet will go to hell. My friends, we're about to make history end. (laughs) 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 Then we cut to Giles getting off the phone in his office. He tells the gang that the rock has been stolen and the curator murdered. Murdered? Murdered. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Buffy says, and you're sure this was the tomb of Alfalfa? 
<laughs> alfalfa? That made me laugh. I was like, it, was it alfalfa? And it's like, no, that's just a no, mistake. Just Buffy being Buffy. <laughs> yeah. Willow asked Giles to explain the whole he will suck the world into hell thing. And so Giles says, the demon universe exists in a dimension separate from our own. With one breath, a Catla will create a vortex, a kind of whirlpool that will pull everything on Earth into that dimension where any non-demon life will suffer horrible and eternal torment. So that mm. sounds fun. It does sound fun. These are the so kind of speeches fun. where I always kind of tune out on whenever they oh. start like going well, past that's like, three sentences. Well, <laughs> that's why I recant them to you because yeah. I assume that you will have lost the details. Yeah. Very helpful. <laughs> very helpful. But these shots, Good. great shots. Great shots. <laughs> this would also be on the Great Shot blog. <laughs> great shot. You could just do like episodes or movies like right. as blog posts. You know? Well, just a shot. I could do it on a commercial. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah anything. Mm-hmm. Buffy asks Willow to try the curse again, and then she also assures Kendra that she will fight Angel, kill him if she has to, but if she doesn't get there in time or she loses the battle, that Willow may be their only hope. And this is one of my favorite Willow lines. She says, I don't want to be our only hope. I (laughs) crumble under pressure. Let's have another hope. (laughs) And thankfully, they do. Kendra pulls out the sword of Godric Gryffindor. Kidding. What? Just kidding. Uh. <laughs> Crossover. Mm-hmm. No, it's actually the sword blessed by the knight who first slew a Catla. Ah, yeah. S- fancy um, that she's got that. Yep. That also, works out nicely. Also, I noticed Kendra's uh, accent, I think, improved a little bit since the last time I we do saw too. her. I do, too. Yeah. I do. She had some think. time to practice. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. last time she didn't, they just threw it at her the night before right. she was supposed to film. Right. So I bet she hired like a dialect coach and she used like the past like seven months. She's like, I must redeem myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. There's no trivia about that. But I would imagine that that's something that she would probably do knowing how badly she felt about it. Yeah. She probably like lived in the Caribbean for a while. It's like, I'm really going to nail this. That'd be great. Yeah. Imagine that. That'd be a great time. Write that off for research. Right. Come on. Uh, So then... um, Willow says that she also needs an orb of Thessala, and wouldn't you know it, he's been using one as a paperweight. Yeah, Giles just got one hanging around the office. (laughs) Yeah, and that's what Yana's, uh, when Yana went to visit that magic shop, the guy was like, I sold a few (laughs) of these as paperweights. Well, there you go. Giles was one of the buyers. Giles probably bought one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I found that funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He also tells them that Angel has his own ritual to perform, which hopefully will take him a while. Uh, Back at the mansion, Spike is pacing, but then he gets back into his wheelchair when he hears Drew coming. Then they head into the main hall where two vamps drag a bare-chested man toward Angelus. Don't know why he has to be bare-chested, but he is. I was Um, thinking that myself, but I was like, it's probably just easier access to the nape of the neck. Maybe, but they could have just had him wear a deep V, you know? (laughs) Deep, well, they weren't going to change his shirt. They weren't going to be like, all right, let's take this one off and let's put on this other one. Here's a bag for ritual purposes. (laughs) Yeah, Here's he's, a flower sack right. dress. He's probably wearing like a turtleneck and they're like, this won't do. This will not do. <laughs> turtleneck. Shirtless it is. <laughs> uh, so Ange- Angelus says, I will drink. The blood will wash in me, over me, and I will be cleansed. I will be worthy to free a Catholic. Bear witness as I ascend. And he morphs into vamp face as I become... He bites the man, drinks from him, smears his blood onto his hand, and walks toward Akathla saying, everything that I am, everything that I have done has led me here. And before he reaches Akathla, we get another flashback of yeah. dirty, 
weak, hungry, <laughs> yeah. smelly angel. Street rat trash angel. cans. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Aladdin. Yeah. Street rat. Street rat. Scoundrel. <laughs> I don't, I don't buy, that. buy that. Just yeah. a little, little snack, guys. guys. <laughs> really hit that note. <laughs> I do not know that song very well. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really hard one. Um, snack, guys. Rip him open, take <laughs> it back, guys. You're my only friend, Apu. Okay. Anyway, he's in an alley in 1996 Manhattan, <laughs> and a man named Whistler approaches him, calls him disgusting, <laughs> then yeah. tells him to walk with him. Kind of old timey, this guy. Yeah, I bet you liked him. Mm, you would think that I would, but yeah, I would. I'll get into why I don't like him. Okay. In a minute here. Is it his outfit? No, his outfit's okay. fine. At first, I was like, "Whoa, I like this guy." I was getting excited. Dresser. I do like the setting like of the snitch of New York. I do like yeah. the classic New York setting, like movie yeah. New York. In a New York, it's very like lost in New York at night. You know, yeah, Macaulay mm-hmm. Culkin, very where it's like everything's steamy, yeah, grimy, yeah. yeah. It always made That's me how afraid. I feel going to New York anyway. It always made me afraid of New York City when I was a kid, where I was like, mm. "I never want to go there" because it just seemed like so scary at night. Yeah. Yeah. Everything in media that you saw was like, oh, you know, watch out. That's a good point. Right. But now it's just like. I wonder if I ever felt that way. I I mean, before I was going to New York and it's just like, you know, you just walk around, whatever. Yeah. So. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways. Hmm. Anyways. So he seems to know about Angel. Um, He knows that Angel has a soul. And then he tells him that butcher shops are just throwing away blood um so like you know basically being like why are you chasing these rats in the street when you can be getting this fresh blood from the butcher (laughs) like if you lived in the world you'd know that basically Mm -hmm. he also tells angel that he's a demon but i'm not a bad guy not all demons are dedicated to the destruction of all life and he tells angel that he can become someone a person someone to be counted Hmm. uh and i don't know when you want to jump in about whistler so i'm just gonna keep going until you interrupt me um Um, i'm looking at my notes trying to figure out when i when i have the dig on this guy okay i think it's because he comes back a couple times so it's a scene or two later yeah okay uh so he brings um angel to hemory high in los angeles where a perky long-haired buffy is walking out of school what do you mean by that she's just like Hi, I'm Buffy. Oh, like she's okay. A little like bit bouncy like and happy. More bouncy, perky. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I didn't know what yeah. you meant. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, you know, you, how you call a cheerleader all the time. Perky. Perky. Sure. Upbeat. Sure. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's not, it's not a word that's always just used to, for that's boobs, That's not what Pat. I was saying. Yeah, that's not what, what I was thinking. saying. I was just that's clarifying what, what you were saying. That's the only time you've ever heard that nope. word. <laughs> that's not the only time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my coffee's very perky. Makes me perky yeah, in the morning. Yeah, there you go. Central mm-hmm. Perk. Hello, New York exactly. crossover. Here friends. we go. Okay. We love friends. David Schwimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel. <laughs> Schwimmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so this is a longer-haired, younger Buffy. She's walking out of school, surrounded by a bunch of friends. Because again, this is 1996. This is two years prior. Right. Right. Before coming to Sunnydale, mm-hmm. this is her previous school. Yeah. Talking. She's talking about a boy named Tyler. And then an older man in a suit approaches her and says that he needs to speak with her. Want to do some more lines here? Oh, yeah. Start from where the watcher says Buffy Summers. 
Buffy Summers. Wait, real quick. This guy yeah. who plays the Watcher, he's from mm-hmm. Office Space. I think really? his name's Yeah, I think his name's Bob. He's the one who gets um, who like backs out of his garage after trying to kill himself when he got laid off. And then he gets T-Bone. <laughs> He's the one who, uh, who, who made the jump to conclusions, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and he got hilarious. a big settlement check. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, it's um, that Actually, we'll start a little bit later. So he basically says that he, he comes up to Buffy and he says that he needs to speak with her. And she says, you're not from Bullocks, are you? Because I meant to pay for that lipstick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. There isn't much time. You must come with me. Your destiny awaits. Uh, I don't have a destiny. I'm destiny free, really. Yes, you have. You are the chosen one. You alone can stop them. Who? The vampires. Huh? Then we cut to a cemetery uh, where Buffy is fighting her her first vampire, scared and uncoordinated but strong. And Angel looks on from behind a headstone. A lot she of this. Misses, huh? A lot of this. Looking on from afar. Yeah, lurking. A lot lurking, of lurking. 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 And what's the other one you said? Smirking. Not murking. You don't want to be doing that. A murkin? You know what a murkin is? Yeah, do you? Yeah, I know what a murkin is. I'm in the Good. biz, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> you make murkins? <laughs> I don't make. <laughs> you work no. with prostitutes? <laughs> Wait, what? What's a Merkin? I'll tell you what my Merkin is. You tell me you what tell your Merkin me, is. Yeah, you tell me what yours is. All right. First. My Merkin is what uh, an actor or actress would wear over their dangles <laughs> in like a uh, in like a nude scene, you know? Uh-huh. It's, it's like a, usually it's like a tuft of hair or something. That yeah. like it's like you wear it as like underwear over your over your uh, ghibli bits so that <laughs> You yeah, like you say it. danglies and ghibli bits because I'm pretty sure I've said both of those. <laughs> I think I got them both podcast. from you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So I didn't know that it was used in film to cover things. So the origin is they were used by prostitutes because like in like long time ago, like Victorian era, prostitutes uh-huh. would wear these because... Um, they, you know, like if they had diseases, venereal disease and that kind of stuff, they would have to shave their hair. But if they didn't have hair, people would know that they were diseased and they wouldn't get any work. So oh, they had boy. wigs basically made for them uh-huh. for their for their ghiblis, as wow. you say. They're How privates. How did you learn this? <laughs> uh, actually, I learned it from my dad. <laughs> okay (laughs) i don't even know how that conversation happened thank you dad for that's how things go sometimes (laughs) but wow yeah okay so i didn't know that they i mean i assume they'd still be used today but i didn't realize they would be used like in film to cover things like when you're shooting a nude scene yeah Mm -hmm. because i know a lot of times you end up using a body double and it's not your actual body yeah but there's a lot of but you know Actors and actresses who. So, have you had to use a Merkin? Me myself, I'm not, never on not camera. Not you personally, but like <laughs> in things that you've shot. No, because I think I'd... you've told me you've shot nude <laughs> scenes before. Or something. Perhaps I have, but no, I don't when think I, I don't think a, a Merkin was ever in use in the mm. scenes that I was in. Okay. That I was not in. That I helped film. <laughs> well, anyway, we are yes. lurking and smirking, not lurking and murking. Merkin. Okay. okay. Anyway, (laughs) 
Okay, so yes, Angel's looking on. Uh, Buffy misses the heart of the vampire. Then she grabs the stake again and stakes the vamp, shocked to see it explode into dust. The older man, her first watcher, says, you see, you see your power? And then we cut to the Summers residence in L.A. where Joyce scolds Buffy for not calling. And as Buffy goes into the bathroom, she overhears her parents fighting about disciplining her. Yeah. And Angel tells Whistler that he wants to help her. Whistler says, uh, Joyce, you got to get some curtains for the windows, okay? <laughs> if people from the yard can see into the bathroom, it's time for some curtains. I agree. I yeah. mean, we couldn't see into like, you know, the... The loo. The loo. But, But also, you know, how are you going to film this if there aren't, if there are curtains in the way? Have you ever been to somebody's house, like, at night where they have no curtains on any of their windows and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm very, I'm very into curtains. And, yeah, me too. And, like, pulling them as soon as it starts to get dark. I'm like, yeah. ain't nobody going to see what's going on in this house. Ain't nobody going to see my jibblies. <laughs> my merkin right that's for me <laughs> my merkin collection <laughs> yeah. you're like a <laughs> you're like a what's her name from schitt's creek except instead of wigs it's merkins yeah i have a moira size collection of merkins <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah. this is fun mm. this has really gone downhill okay anyway <laughs> and downstairs hey okay whistler says to angel this isn't going to be easy the more you live in this world, the more you see how apart from it you really are. And this is dangerous work. Right now, you couldn't go three rounds with a fruit fly. <laughs> and Angel says, I want to learn from you, but I don't want to dress like you. Because <laughs> Whistler's <laughs> wearing like a crazy like neon like button up shirt with like a coat over it or something like that. And a, right. And a hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to present day. Uh, Angelus continues with his ritual, walking toward Akathla, saying, I have strayed, I have been lost, but Akathla redeems me. With this act, we will be free. And he grabs the hilt of the sword with both hands. A bright light emanates from it. Angelus shakes with the power of the sword, and then he's blasted back from it. Kind of <laughs> like in uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, when right. Fred and George put their names in, and then they get blasted away from it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what that reminded me of. Right. I totally remember that. Do you? Mm-mm. No. No. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> um, so then Spike says, someone wasn't was worthy. worthy. That's so funny. And this is the same sing-songy tune yeah. that he said, someone's in the ceiling. Oh, yeah. In School Hard, first That's episode right. that he it was introduced. It did sound very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice callback. Because I remember, like, I think in the episode I was saying it that way, and you were like, how did you remember that's how it goes? I was like, well, because there's something later that is sung the same way, <laughs> and it's this. Sings. Right. <laughs> it's great. Drusilla is is whining about it, and she <laughs> drops her doll and asks what they're going to do. She's like, <laughs> as she does. And Angelus says, turn to an old friend. Then he throws a vase across the hall, because that's what you do when you're angry. Oh, yeah. At Sunnydale High, Buffy, Willow, Xander, and Cordelia are in class taking a test. This is a fun scene. Oh, when a so woman fun. covered in a dark <laughs> shawl walks through the halls yeah. into their classroom, pulls the shawl from her face and says to Buffy, tonight, sundown <laughs> at the graveyard. And she starts to smoke her body, yeah. not smoke a cigarette. Right. And she says, you will come to him. 
You will come to him or more will die. And she points to Buffy. Then she lights on fire and says, yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. And my reaction and, uh, was, man, she was hot. <laughs> she was on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks like uh, Angel's trying to rekindle the flame. hey yo. Yep. You got any more? Nah, I was really searching for one more, but. No. <laughs> I, well, I, I got one for you, so that was Yeah, sweet. all right. So the students start to scream and jump out of their chairs and leave the, cr- the classroom as the vampire says, his hour is at hand, before <laughs> completely combusting. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Great highlight. So much happens in this episode. It's Lot insane. Every, every scene, every moment, yeah. something. Yeah, every scene is a banger. It's a banger. She, it's a uh, collection of bangers. Yeah. And then in the library, Buffy says that she's going to go after Angela's and jealous tonight to prevent him from killing more people but she tells kendra to stay behind and keep an eye on willow as willow attempts to restore angel's soul and i love buffy's jacket here you probably won't remember but it's like this shimmery teal mm. peacoat sort of thing yeah anyway i love like it like a charlotte this... hornet's uh, windbreaker what Charlotte no, Hornets. Not that teal. Oh, That's okay. like bright teal. Very popular this is, in the nineties. This is like a lighter teal. Color. Amy just found I don't know, hers really from pretty. like sixth grade. It's hanging in the, the room. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. That's They're funny. worth money. They're worth like 150 bucks. What who are these guys? I don't know. Charlotte People Hornets? On eBay. Are they a team? What? Char- yeah, Charlotte Hornets. Remember everybody had those windbreakers? Probably before your time. I don't remember. Because I'm so much older than you so much you're 150 <laughs> years older than 150 me. years older than you <laughs> but you look great pat <laughs> thank you what is your secret anyway <laughs> merkins I... all merkins <laughs> 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 oh my god anyway i definitely developed an obsession for cool duster jackets thanks to this show oh, and yeah. i used to Dusters have so cool. many yeah oh my god i used to have this one that looks exactly like <sighs> The Start one that wearing Buffy them had again. in season three, but I it, I don't know where it went. Come on, buy some more, it. dust it up. I I should. Yeah. Because I'm looking at these now, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. Need to get me a duster. The pinnacle of style. Pinnacle of style. Anyway, <laughs> so Kendra gives Buffy her lucky steak, which right. she's named Mister Pointy. Mister Pointy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Buffy says that she needs to buy her a stuffed animal. Uh, in the cemetery, Buffy meets Angelus, and if you didn't see it before, this is definitely where you see the Hurley gravestone. Yes, this is where we noticed it. Yeah. Um, and we're going to do some lines here, okay? Okay. Hello, lover. I wasn't sure you'd come. After your immolation, oh, Graham? Come on, I had to show. Shouldn't you be out destroying the world right now, pulling the sword out of Al Franken or whatever his name is? <laughs> There's time enough. I wanted to say goodbye first. You are the one thing in this dimension I will miss. This is a beautiful moment we're having. Can we please fight? I didn't come here to fight. No? Gosh, I was hoping we could get back together. What do you think? Do we have a shot? All right, we'll fight. And so then Angel rushes at her. uh, And then we cut back to the library where Willow is sitting cross-legged on the table, the orb of Thessala before her in a sacred circle surrounded by candles, bones, and stones. Giles reads Latin from a book while Cordy waves burning sage around them. And Xander watches from above, kind of like that sort of second floor mezzanine of books right. area. Mm-hmm. Up when the books where nobody ever goes to, the books yeah. that nobody cares about. 
Yeah. Like do-it-yourself construction from 1972. Yeah, that's where and, those books are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Buffy, and we switch back to Buffy and Angelus fighting and then back to Willow continuing to do the ritual and then Xander is attacked from behind by a vampire. Then more enter from the main library doors where Kendra is pacing. Willow stops and Giles tells him to run. Battles ensue all around. Giles smashes a vamp over the head with a vase. Another vamp pushes a bookcase onto Willow, knocking her to the floor unconscious. Mm. Unconscious. He should have said something cool, like after he threw the bookshelf down. Like Yeah, like, I'm going to throw the book at you. Oh, that would have been good. Or do some (laughs) light reading. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Some heavy reading. It would be heavy reading. Yeah. yeah, but this isn't a this isn't a good scene. Okay, Willow gets right. smashed by the. <laughs> it's not. It's not really it's not time. funny. This is <laughs> not, not time, not time for, for punning Pat. <laughs> True. Um, another another vampire breaks Xander's arm, and then Kendra battles another one while Jeez. Giles gets knocked out. What? So so many vampires. It's so like many a, vampires. It's like a vampire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not funny, Pat. Okay. One of I'm our sorry. friends. Sorry. Okay, these All are right. our friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giles gets knocked out by the one he's fighting. Xander tosses the vamp he was fighting and then tells Cordelia to run, and she does. He tells her to go, actually. Kendra stakes a vampire, throws the one fighting Giles through his office window, and then we cut back to Buffy and Angelus fighting, and he's like, you know, I can tell your heart's not really in this. Buffy pulls out Mr. Pointy and says, let's finish this, you and me. And Angelus laughs and tells her that this was never about her. And that's when she realizes realizes that he led her into a trap that was set for the others. Yeah. So she runs. Back oh, in the library, yeah. Xander gets knocked out by a vamp and Drusilla enters, calls off the vamps fight, fighting Kendra, then starts to fight her herself as we cut back to Buffy running full speed to the school. Drusilla overpowers These were great Kendra. shots. Yeah. A lot slow-mo. of really good shots here. Yeah. Is well, not slow-mo too. yet. Not oh, okay. slow-mo all right, yet. All right. All right. Sorry. I was getting excited. Okay, 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 calm down, calm down, not the great shot yet. Drusilla overpowers Kendra, grabs her by the neck, and then hypnotizes her. She says, be in my eyes, be in me. And Drusilla sways, and Kendra, entranced, follows her. And I think that this is really cool because it's sort of like the classic romantic Dracula vampire idea of vampires being able to have this power over humans, mm. putting them in their thrall. In a trance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they call it glamoring in true blood, which I kind of like. Glamming? G- glamoring. Glamoring. Yeah. Mm. So like the, they would say like, I'll glamour you. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, Kendra is definitely in Drusilla's thrall. And Drusilla takes her very sharp, long fingernails and slices Slices. it right through Kendra's neck. She did. And she draws a lot of blood. Very quickly, Kendra drops to the floor and Drusilla says, night, night. Gives her a little (laughs) air kiss. Yeah. I, I do wish we had more Drusilla scenes like this throughout the whole season where Drusilla killed more so that we could feel sort of her presence as a presence of danger yeah because we really i mean she does go out but we don't necessarily always see it like she killed the shopkeeper um from the the like magic shopkeeper yeah Yeah. 
but we don't see that happen. Um, and she she yeah. brings the dog with her, and this is the first time like we've this. seen her like hypnotize someone. Right, that's Some pretty magic. cool. Mad, yeah, she's a force to be reckoned with. She definitely yeah. is. We definitely seen more cannot of that. underestimate her. I agree. Mm-hmm. She, Drusilla leaves with her lackeys dragging Giles behind them. Um, Buffy makes it to to the school, and this is where we get. A Ooh. very iconic slow motion scene. So it starts in full motion. Yes. And we speed ramp down mm. to slow motion as she runs into the school. Yeah. Yeah. We get her running through the hallway towards the library mm-hmm. as Steady Whistler. Cam shots. What's that? Steady cam shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as Whistler narrates over the scene, bottom line is even if you see him coming, you're not ready for the big moments. Buffy barges into the library and just stops. Whistler says, no one asks for their life to change. Not really, but it does. Buffy looks around at the wreckage. She sees Kendra lying on the floor, runs to her, still in slow motion, slides on her knees. Next to her, she sees that Kendra's dead and she takes her hand. Then we're looking at Buffy from behind as Whistler says, so what are we, helpless puppets? No. The big moments are going to come. You can't help that. It's what you do afterwards that counts. That's when you find out who you are. And then behind Buffy, an officer raises his gun at her, breaking the slow-mo. So we've been in slow-mo this whole time. And he yells, freeze! Buffy whips her head around and looks back at him. And Whistler says, you'll see what I mean. And we get it to be continued. He's like, freeze! It's Ted's murderer! She's up to no good again. (gasps) Zounds. Zounds? That's a Scooby-Doo thing, I think. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So what were your thoughts so far, Pat? Yeah. What were you thinking at this point? I don't know. I was like, well, they brought Kendra back just for her to get killed. So that was kind of a, a waste. I mean, it's nice to see her again, but it felt kind of cheap. Like she, she was just used as like a prop. Like, let's bring her back and kill her off. We should have killed her off earlier, maybe. Yeah. Well... I mean, she had such she a nice send someone off. needed to give Buffy the sword, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, I do. I am a little upset that she couldn't kill more vampires before Drusilla yeah. shows up. You know what I mean? Like she kind of, they kind of make her look weak. Right. I yeah. Th- I thought she was just kind of thrown out like yesterday's garbage. I think they could have kept her around. She could have been like an asset for the end of this season, and then yeah. she could have kept coming back here and there, and then as we really got to know her, we'd start to like expect and enjoy her presence when she would show up, be like, Oh yes, finally two slayers again. Now they've met their match, whatever. Yeah. Like she always shows up for the big bad finale or something. And then when she actually does die later on, it would have been more of a gut punch. I don't think it was fully earned here. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't quite as much like it wasn't, it wasn't like when Jenny died. No, that was huge because we built up Jenny's character. She was, a major character in the series. So right. they should have done something similar with Kendra. I agree. Hmm. Any other thoughts you've got? Nope. Let's jump into part two. Well, let me give you some trivia for okay. part one. So Whistler, um, I didn't actually say this in my summary of the episode, but at some point Whistler jokingly says Buffy was prettier than the last one, which the master says the same thing about Buffy when first meeting her in nightmares. So he doesn't technically actually meet her then, but Okay. Um I wonder anyway, what I the last one looked funny. like. Yeah, I know. Ooh. <laughs> the 
This episode won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Music Composition for a well, series. Well, there you go. Big there bombastic go. score. For dramatic underscore. Yeah. Uh, Spike and Whistler were both in House on Haunted Hill. Oh. 1999. Interesting. I remember watching that. Don't remember it at all. Well, what's funny is Spike, uh, James Marsters, is the cameraman. So he was what you would have been. Oh, he's a me? Yeah, he's a you. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. Look at that. Me and him. The stunt woman who was set on fire for the immolation ogram cool scene. is named Cindy Fulkerson, and she has been set on fire more times than any other stunt woman in Hollywood. Wow. She's the girl on fire. Yeah. Yeah. This girl is on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Pretty funny, right? I was like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that is cool. It's nice to be known for that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sounds like All a right. real flaming. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> so now we're talking Buffy season two, episode 22, becoming part two. Original air date, like I said, it was a week later, May 19th, 1997. Um, also written and directed by Joss Whedon. So we start right where we left off in the library with a cop finding Buffy seemingly red-handed as she crouches next to a dead Kendra. Because she's got blood in her hand. She doesn't actually have blood on her hands. Yeah, so it is red-handed. No, she doesn't. Oh, she doesn't? No. Okay, so she's not red-handed. No, sorry. Move on. Proceed, counselor. (laughs) The, (laughs) The cop tells her to back away slowly as another cop moves into the library. She announces that Kendra is dead, and the first cop asks, what about up there? And that's when Buffy looks up and spots Xander unconscious in the mezzanine. She tries to go to him, but the second cop stops her. And the first cop leads her out into the hall, then tells her to Keep your mouth shut, Missy. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a trigger word for you. <laughs> such a trigger word. Yeah. She tells him that she didn't do anything, but then Snyder, flanked by two more cops, doesn't flanked. believe her, of course. Yeah. And he's like, if there's trouble, she's here or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something stupid. Um, Buffy finally does what we've been waiting for all along. And she calls him a stupid, stupid little, little troll. troll. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, the officer starts to handcuff her, but Buffy punches him out and runs for it as the second officer draws her gun and shoots at her. <laughs> okay. When Buffy takes off running, it's so funny. I had to rewind it and watch it again because it's so cartoonish the way she takes off running. It's oh, like, really? yeah, her form and her run was like, knees to the chest it's <laughs> just like hop 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 run away and the cop's just like what <laughs> like he doesn't know what to do but clearly he could have like just grabbed her wrist like, hey, hey you were just saying that's how you gotta run when we <laughs> yeah, talking exactly. about that last well, when episode you run, when, when you, you run, run through, through the, the jungle when you run through the jungle yeah because of the roots and the sticks and such <laughs> yeah so you don't trip but uh yeah but in a hallway <laughs> you don't have to go knees to chest well, maybe in Sunnydale hallway. It could be snakes. Perhaps. She didn't get that memo. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me laugh. Had to watch it again. <laughs> I'll have to go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, you got to watch it again. Because really that's never, that's never. <laughs> I was like, wait, popped what? Up for me. <laughs> uh, uh, lots yeah, of arm so movement. <laughs> the uh, cop grabs her radio mic, puts out a bulletin on Buffy, and then we get the intro music. 
back from the intro, Buffy cleverly wears a black beanie to cover most of her hair. I'm like, why don't yeah. you tuck all of your hair in there? Come on, what are you doing? It's her covert black knit beanie. Yeah. That's how um, she moves around without being noticed. <laughs> Uh, and she makes her way through the emergency room hall looking for her friends. Mm-hmm. Xander spots her and hugs her and then shows her the cast on his arm. We cut to Willow in a hospital bed in a coma. Yeah. Xander tells Buffy the doctor said it was head trauma. She can wait, wake up at any time, but the longer it lasts, the less likely it is. Mm. Where? What were you thinking at this point? Where you're like, it's fine. Willow's going to be okay. Or Pretty were much. you concerned? Pretty much. I was like, ah, well, this is going to get worse before it gets better. And Mm -hmm. it'll probably bring Sammy to tears. And then we'll be okay. (laughs) I didn't actually cry during this part. Not this part, but later on. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, So Xander tells her that Willow's parents are coming back from Phoenix, but he forgot to call Oz. So he leaves to do that, or he starts to leave to do that. But then Cordelia comes in, tells him that she ran and just... Just kept running. I kept <laughs> running. <laughs> and then they all become concerned when they realize that Giles isn't in the hospital and he didn't follow Cordelia. So they don't mm, know where Giles is. Yeah. But we do because we cut to Angelus's mansion. Oh, Giles boy. is lying on the floor, waking up with Angelus like hovering over him. Mm-mm. Don't like no. this. Giles in peril? Not my cup of tea. Okay. No. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. like how I feel about Willow. You're very protective of Giles. I'm very protective of Willow. Exactly. So Angela says, I want to torture you. I used to love it, and it's been a long time. I mean, last time I tortured somebody, they didn't even have chainsaws. Jeez, Ooh. yeah. A little too dark. Yeah. Okay. All right, WB, let's tone it down. We need a little <laughs> bit more uh, robot boys and such. <laughs> okay. He strolls over to Akathla, and he says, Oh, yeah, this guy, he's even harder to wake than you are. Mm. But, and then he tells him that he did the ritual, but he got nothing. So he says, you could probably tell me what I'm doing wrong. But honestly, I sort of hope you don't because I really want to torture you. Yikes. Then we cut to the Summer's house and Buffy's mom is being interrogated by Detective Stein, the same one who investigated Ted's, quote, (laughs) death. Exactly. (laughs) About Buffy's whereabouts. She tells them that Buffy told her she was going to Willow's, and Detective Stein says, your daughter has a history of violence, doesn't she, Mrs. Uh, Summers? Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, you yeah. were there. Yeah. What Remember you... when she killed a man? Yeah. C- quote, killed. Quote, yeah. But we don't really know what also, the quote, prevailing man. story was. Right. Yeah. yeah so. That all got swept under the rug. Yep. They're real. They're really great detectives at Sunnydale. Yes. We learn a little bit more about that yeah. in a bit. Mm-hmm. Then he gives Miss Summers his card and tells like, her to call. Me call toots. Toots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he tells him to call if Buffy stops by. Buffy runs into Giles' unlocked and open apartment calling for him, but instead she finds Whistler, who jokingly tells her that he needs a date to the prom. And she is not up for sarcasm. So she shoves him against a wall and says, I have had a really bad day, okay? If you have information worth hearing, then I'm grateful for it. If you're going to crack jokes, then I'm going to pull out your rib cage and wear it as a hat. Yeah, love And I've scene. heard a lot of people say, pull out your rib cage and wear it as a hat before. Yeah. Or uh, since have? this. Oh, since this, yeah. But I was like, I think this is where it came from. It originated here and It probably Buffy. didn't originate here, but. Yeah, who knows? It's the first but, time I heard it. So this is where 
Whistler right after that, he says, hello to the imagery. Yeah. And then I was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. That was bad acting. Like, he did not deliver that line well. And then I turned on the guy. I was like, don't like him anymore. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) That was it. Yeah, you give me one bad line reading, and uh, you're dead to me. Sorry, Whistler. Whistler tells her that he thought Angel was supposed to stop Akathla, not bring him forth, and he asks what she is prepared to do. She says, whatever I have to. Tired of him not giving her any useful advice, she leaves and he calls after her. The sword isn't enough. You got to be ready. You got to know how to use it. Buffy walks past a park, keeping her head down as a cop car passes, but he notices, but he does notice her and then he doubles back. And then he draws his gun and she starts to put her hands up facing him and suddenly the gun is kicked out of his hands. Blammo. Then he gets kicked in the face and slammed onto his car, knocked out. And who is it, Pat? Spikey shows up and he says, Spike. Hello, cutie. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she starts to fight him, but he pull, and then she pulls out a stake and he calls for a ceasefire. Um, and then when she kind of balks at him, he goes, you want to go around, Pat? I'll have a gay old time of it. You want to stop Angel? We're going to have to play this a bit differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, this is, is where, my prediction. This is kind of your prediction. Yeah. A little bit. There's little bit. a reason. Yeah, but you know. it's not like breaking good necessarily. No, nah, well, not kind quite. Of. Almost. Anyway, he tells her that Angelus has Giles and he wants to help her stop him. He says, I want to save the world. And then he goes, we like to talk big. Vampires do. This is one of my favorite like monologues in the series. Yeah. Um. He says, I want, you know, vampires do. I'm going to destroy the world. That's just tough guy talk. Strutting around with your friends over a pint of blood. The truth is, I like this world. And he steals a cigarette from the officer's pocket. (laughs) He goes, you got dog racing, Manchester United, and you've got people. Billions of people walking around like Happy Meals with legs. (laughs) It's all right here. But then someone comes along with a vision with a real passion for destruction. Angel could pull it off. Goodbye, Piccadilly, farewell. Like says Leicester, but I think it's Leicester. Leicester, bloody, Leicester. Leicester, bloody Leicester. square. Yeah, you're right. Leicester, yeah. bloody square. You know what I'm saying? And he tells her that he wants Drew back because he doesn't like the way that she acts around and jealous. Mm, so he's yeah. a little and jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pulled that one like early on. Remember? Did you? Mm-hmm. All right, well, whatever. Beat you to it like 20 episodes ago. It's coming back. (laughs) And Buffy says, I lost a friend tonight, and I may lose more. The whole earth may be sucked into hell, and you want my help because your girlfriend's a big hoe? Well, let me take this opportunity to not care. Spike Mm. says, I can't fight them both alone, and neither can you. And Buffy punches him in the jaw, and she goes, (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) And he punches her back. No, he doesn't. I thought he did. No, not here. Oh. Okay. He kind of like just stops and he's like, and I'm all you've got. Hmm. I don't I think I thought they does. both punch each other. I don't I think he was, punches her back. I, I, I wrote in my notes, I said, they both punch each other. Whack, whack. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hold on. Let me look at the transcript. Because I actually yeah. thought they did too. And then I went back uh, and and I was like, no, he doesn't punch her. But I'm going to check the transcript real quick. Okay. I will say. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh no, because no. she after he says the way she acts around him, he she calls him pathetic, and then he punches her, and then she punches him right back. That's right. That's okay. the part where they That's punch where each they other. That's where they punch each other. But at, but this at this part after Spike says, "I can't fight them both she alone, and neither can him. you." She punches him, gotcha. and he just punches him real hard. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and yeah, and he just like checks to see if he's bleeding. Mm-hmm. But then he said, so she says, I hate you. And he says, and I'm all you've got. And the officer starts to wake up and Spike says, I'm just going to kill this guy. <laughs> but stops after <laughs> right. a look from He's Buffy. Like, oh, right. He's like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they walk away to, because Buffy's like, let's get inside. In Willow's hospital room, Xander refuses to leave in case she wakes up. So Cordelia leaves to get coffee. He holds Willow's hand and says, come on, Will. Look, you don't have a choice here. You got to wake up. I need you, Will. I mean, how am I going to pass Trig, you know? And who am I going to call every night? Talk about everything we did all day. You're my best friend. You've always... And he kind of pauses, struggling with his emotions. Mm. He says, I love you. Oh, dropping the L-bomb. Mm. While she's comatose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she starts to like twitch a little bit and slowly coming to calling for Oz, who yeah. gets there right on cue. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey. So tender. So tender. (laughs) It's beautiful. And he comforts her and she's like, she's like, my head feels big. Is it big? And he tells her it's head size. It's head size. And then she's giving her little kisses. Says all the right things. Tender kisses. Sky, man. Smooth, smooth, smooth. Oh, my heart sets so flutter. Um, Willow asks if everyone's okay and we cut to Angelus's mansion where Giles is tied to a chair not doing okay it's not too bad yet nah he's he's holding it together and Angelus cleans off his glasses and then puts them back on and then starts torturing him again Mm -hmm. Buffy keeps an eye on Spike as they walk to her house Joyce pulling into the driveway behind them (laughs) and she gets out and she's all flustered oh yeah and she's asking where Buffy's been. Who? She's like, who is this man? Who are you? Not a good and, look with the black yeah. knit beanie on, hanging out with this the yeah. Billy Idol guy walking <laughs> down the street. Yeah, not, yeah. not good. Nope. And then, <laughs> um, so uh, Spike says, what? Your mom doesn't know. And then Buffy glares at him like, thanks a lot. This would be you, Pat, fucking what? leaky bucket. What do you mean? You'd be like, oh, your mom doesn't know. Well, now I have to tell her something. Yeah, about the rock band. Ding bat. And then I would so, cover it up just like Spike and her did. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah, so so Buffy, uh, so Joyce says, no, what? And Buffy says that I'm uh, in a band, a rock band with Spike here. Yeah, and which Spike totally goes, checks out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She's got the beanie. He's got the rock and roll look. Yeah. And uh, Spike goes, right. She plays the uh, the triangle. And Buffy says, drums. And <laughs> Spike goes, drums. Yeah. She's a uh, hell on the old skins, you know. And yeah. Buffy's, or Joyce is like, mm-hmm. Uh, and what do you do? And Spike says, well, I sing. <laughs> and he did just sing. Someone was not worthy. Uh, you know, yeah, I don't it. know if you call that singing, but... <laughs> Uh, they start to move inside when a vamp jumps out at Joyce <laughs> right. and Buffy's... Ah, random yeah. vamp. <laughs> ah. uh, Buffy stakes him in front of a very confused and horrified Joyce. Yeah. Joyce is getting an education tonight. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. She gonna learn today. <laughs> you gonna learn. <laughs> uh, finally, Buffy realizes it's time. 
And she tells her mom, she says, mom, I'm a vampire slayer. I'm a vampire slayer. And Joyce just is like, I'm a... I think she should have comically passed out there. Like, <laughs> fell over backwards. Like, ah, thump. Yeah, but this isn't funny. Yeah. And Joyce is not a faint little, you know, hey, noble woman. Even from very the 1800s. strong people can pass out. Okay. To Sometimes speak from experience, Pat? Some knowledge is too much to handle and you get weak Couldn't at the knees. Couldn't get your inhaler in time? <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. I don't mean to poke fun at you. Hang on one second. I just... <sighs> I've just never seen buffer. you use your inhaler. Do you still need it? Or is it just like a I use it very emergency? rarely. I used okay. it this past weekend because I was around some animals, which made me whee- wheezy. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's the only time I need it. It's when my asthma hacks up gotcha yeah anyway yes so blah blah oz then brings willow a bowl of jello as she and <laughs> buffy catch up over the phone yeah at first i thought it was ketchup i was like what's that red bowl oh, what's that stuff in there ew. i was like oh no it's, it was jiggling <laughs> yes yeah, i saw it jiggling jello. and i was like oh, oh jello w-i-l-l-o she's alive <laughs> Ooh, nice except there's <laughs> also another w yeah i know but, but it didn't fit in the song no. so that mm-hmm. works. I like it. Very good. Thanks. Very good. Gold star for today. Yes. Uh, Willow assures Buffy that her brain is fine. And then we cut to Buffy's side of the conversation. Um, and we see Joyce and Spike sitting in <laughs> Sit super awkward silence. I fucking room. love this scene. Yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> They're just, just, Spike looks really bored. Joyce is like trying to figure out how to talk to him. It's right. really funny. Buffy tells Xander uh, that she knows, so Xander gets on the phone, and uh, she tells him that she knows where Angel is. She's going to hit the mansion come daybreak. Joyce and Spike continue sitting in silence, Then <laughs> s- and Spike's kind of like looking around at the room, you know? Yeah. And then it kind of dawns on Joyce that <laughs> she recognized him. Yeah, and she you look goes, a little familiar. She goes, have we met? And he says, uh, you hit me with an axe one time, remember? And he kind of like makes it look like he's holding an axe and says get the hell away from my daughter (laughs) and i love it she's like oh okay you you live around here or something like are you from town oh god so good that was Um, his intro episode school hard yep exactly uh buffy comes back into the room and she's all business so spike tells her the deal you let me and drew skip town i help you kill angel and as they kind of go back and forth a little bit um, Buffy is also fielding questions from Joyce, um, which is, you know, to both Buffy and Spike's annoyance. And Buffy tells Spike if Giles Giles dies, then Drew dies and he leaves. And Joyce worries that Buffy became a vampire slayer because she didn't have a strong father figure. <laughs> yeah, she starts to blame herself a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she tells Buffy they should call the cops. Buffy tells her, cops can't fight demons. I have to do it. And she says, do what? What is happening? So she's been answering all these questions, but not really getting any answers from Buffy. Yeah. Buffy tells her mom to have another drink. Ooh. Oh. Damn. But and also, Joyce throws her glass aside in anger. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you need a few more for this one, yeah. Joycey. Um, so she throws her glass aside. It shatters on the floor. And I want to do some lines here. Okay. Don't you talk that way to me. Don't say that to me, Lyle. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that to me, Buffy. You don't get to just dump something like this on me and pretend it's nothing. 
I'm sorry, Mom, but I don't have time for this. No, I'm tired of I don't have time, or, or, or you wouldn't understand. I am your mother, and you will make time to explain yourself. I told you I'm a vampire slayer. Well, I just don't accept that. Open your eyes, Mom. What do you think has been going on for the past two years? The fights, the weird occurrences? How many times have you washed blood out of my clothing and you still haven't figured it out? Well, it stops now! No, it doesn't stop. It never stops. Do you think I chose to be like this? Do you have any idea how lonely how it is? How dangerous? I would love to be upstairs watching TV or gossiping about boys or, God, even studying. But I have to save the world again. No. Stop. This? Stop. <laughs> Damn it. I was really getting into the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep it brief. Um, Powerful. Again. Yeah, so as Buffy is saying this, you know, do you think I chose to be like this? Do you have any yeah. idea how lonely it is? It, it kind of occurred to me that, like, someone maybe identifying as, like, queer, gay, bi, trans, etc., coming out to their parents, like, mm -hmm. there's just this similar fear and feeling of being rejected by their parents, feeling lonely about having to hide who they are. Um, and I don't know, that just like never occurred to me. Until, well, she's like, coming out as a time. slayer. Yeah. yeah. If you're coming, coming out, out as, as any sort of identity that maybe your parents wouldn't understand, I think right. that's definitely a, a similarity there. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, so just probably another reason why, I don't know, Buffy is studied right in colleges and stuff. Perhaps. Um, do they study Buffy? Yeah, colleges they do. It Buffy? is literally the most studied <laughs> show academically. Wow. Really? Yes. Wait, what? Come we on. talked about this in like this season plan, one. There's like planet Probably Earth. episode one. There's so much animal stuff in planet Earth. Yeah, well, those are just, you know, you're not like watching those in biology class. Bill Nye the Science Guy. That's a very, you know, smart show. Yeah, but. Lost. Like actually academically studied. Okay. Buffy is the most academically studied. It's not just by like film classes. It's by sociology classes. Mm. Interesting. Know? Yeah. Very I, interesting. I said this in season one, episode one, I'm pretty sure. And I totally remember. Yeah, of course. <laughs> anyway, um, but I also think Buffy's being unfair here because it is a really big thing to just dump on her mom and then she can't just tell her to accept it. Like she does have to save the world, but right, maybe but she could have also... been like, hey mom, I need to spend a few hours saving the world and then when I'm done, I'll come back and we could talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Buffy is uh, the younger one here though and Joyce yeah. is trying to assert herself as a parent, which Right, because she feels like she hasn't been and she hasn't been. now she's in trouble with the cops again and, and so she's like, this is getting out of control. Hand. Out yeah. of control, yeah. So she's trying to, you know, be a parent, which is very, very hard. Yeah. So I'm kind of stuck in, in between both of them. I'm like, I think they're yeah. both, I think they're just in a situation. Yeah, they definitely yeah. are. So Joyce tells Buffy that she needs help. She continues to try and stop her, but Buffy shoves her aside and starts her way out the door. And Joyce says, you walk out of this house, don't even think about coming back. Yeah, Buffy, which is, that's too far. Yeah. Sorry, Joyce, that's too far. Yeah, so Buffy kind of gives her a long stare and then leaves. And Joyce immediately knows that she fucked up. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, boy. Yeah. This was not a good mom Should have taken it back right there. She said, I take it back. Yeah, but That she was doesn't. the drink. That was the booze talking. Yeah. <laughs> you booze, you lose. You booze, you lose, Joyce. <laughs> you should know that. 
uh, in Willow's hospital room, she announces to Oz, Xander, and Cordelia that she wants to try to restore Angel's soul again. Mm-hmm. And Oz is sort of lost. He's like, okay, I pretty much missed out on some stuff, didn't I? Because this is all making a kind of sense that's not. Yeah, also, you've been missing for like six episodes, pal. So yeah, where get with you the been? program. Where have right? you been? Yeah, you might want to get a Cliff Notes version of what's been happening. Well, he does, because Willow tells him to go with Cordy to the library and get my things. She'll fill you in. And then she sends Xander. But I also was like, she just sent the two people with cars. Right. Together. Why would you do that? Because mm-hmm. then she tells Xander to go and tell Buffy what she's doing in case Buffy can sort of stall and jealous. And I'm like, no, he's going to have to go on foot. You should have sent Xander with Oz yeah. or something. Everything's within walking distance, though. That's true. Yeah. And in Angelus's mansion, Giles is still tied to his chair and he is not looking good now. No. Angelus tells him that he can make this pain stop and Giles says, to be worthy, you must perform the ritual yeah. in a tutu. <laughs> and then he calls him a pillock again. Yes. Or oh, a pelican. Oh, man. As I say. Or a pelican. You're a pelican. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Way to go, um, Giles. Badass. Mm-hmm. So badass. Yeah. He's like, I am not giving Great. in. It's the ripper so, I love. And Jealous threatens to get the chainsaw, but Spike rolls in in his wheelchair and tells him that if he cuts up Giles, he'll never get the answers. Yeah. That there are other ways. And he calls in Drew and asks if she wants to play a game. And then in the library, Buffy pulls down the crime scene tape and moves in to grab the sword from Kendra's duffel bag. There's a chalk drawing on the ground of the body outline. Yep. Yeah. Um, Classic. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Classic crime scene. (laughs) Snyder comes in and taunts her, but she says the police will figure out that she didn't do it. And this is where Snyder says, in case you haven't noticed, the police of Sunnydale are deeply stupid. It doesn't matter anyway. Whatever they find, you've proved too much of a liability for this school. These are the moments you want to savor. You wish time would stop so that you could live them over and over again. And he smiles so yeah. fucking Aww. smugly. This is what he lives for. Troll. I and he it. says, you're expelled. You're expelled. Oh, oh man. Bastard. Finally gets his moment. And Buffy pulls the sword out of the duffel bag, kind of turning it over in her hands. Not really menacingly, but, you know, enough to make Snyder a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. And she I says, was like, how cool would it be if she just took off his head right there? Like, yeah! wow, <laughs> she <laughs> yeah. could too. That would have been awesome. That would have yeah. been real Game of Thrones. I would have loved it. Yeah, <laughs> but she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. Instead, she goes right for the juggler, Pat, because she says, <laughs> you never, ever got a single date in high school, did you? <laughs> mm. And he goes, your point being, so he doesn't deny it. Right. He's like, I'm an incel and I'm proud to be one. <laughs> <laughs> uh she leaves with the sword out just narrowly avoiding his head um yeah. and he pulls out a cell phone dials and says to the other line it's snyder tell the mayor i have good news mm. Mm. we cut to so him and the mayor in cahoots together well it doesn't sound like he's got direct access to the mayor oh him and the mayor's he's... uh lackey he seems to always have to be going through other people because like right. the police chief before was like you want me to tell the mayor about this? You know, whatever. Mm, so, um, so it doesn't sound chief. like he has exactly Him and the direct. Chief. Yeah, they're in love. In love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we cut to Angelus's mansion where Drusilla is kind of patting sweat from Giles's forehead with a washcloth. That's she nice. Puts her, yeah, it's very nice of her. Yeah. Except <laughs> it's devious. 
She mm. puts her hand on his head to see what's inside. Yeah, I'm like, leave him alone, Drew. Then she hypnotizes him the same way she did Kendra, puts a hand over his eyes and tells him, see with your heart. Oh, and when she crazy. removes the hand, he sees Jenny. Jenny. She's become he, Jenny. And he falls for it. Hook, oh. line, and sinker. Yeah. And he winds up telling her what Angelus has to do. Yeah. He has to use his own blood to pull the sword from the stone. And I was like, yeah, not gonna like the truth, Giles. Yana, yeah, not. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I see okay. what you're trying to do there. Yeah. Jenny slash Drew kisses Giles and keeps on kissing him for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way She's after the illusion ends. I mean, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. Giles? I mean, come Yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hot fuddy-duddy. Sexy uh-huh. fuddy-duddy. Yup. Angelus tells Spike to kill Giles now, but remembering his bargain to Buffy, Spike doesn't want to kill Giles. So he says, what if he's lying? And Angelus decides not to kill him. He's like, oh, good point. Keep him around just in case. Mm. Um, And they both get Drew's attention to stop kissing Giles. And Spike (laughs) says, we're finished here, ducks. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was lost in the moment. Yeah, exactly. That's what she says. She stops kissing Giles and realizes, uh, and, and that's when he realizes that he's been duped. And he told them what happened. He's been drooped. Ooh, nice. Huh? Buffy storms back into Giles' apartment, still occupied by Whistler, who's now raiding Giles' fridge, and asks him what he meant when he told her that the sword isn't enough. And Whistler says, Angel's the key. His blood will open the door to hell. Kathla opens his big mouth, creates a vortex, then only Angel's blood will close it. One blow will send them both back to hell. But I strongly suggest that you get there before that happens because the faster you kill Angel, the easier it's going to be for you, on you. Yeah. Buffy says she's got nothing else to lose. And after she walks away, Whistler says quietly, wrong, kid. You got one more thing. Yeah. Whistler kind of whispered it. Yeah. The whisperer. Whistler, whisperer. Whistler. Whistler. The sun comes up and Buffy makes her way toward the mansion and Xander pops out with a rock for a weapon and she gives him her stake. She tells him that his job is going to be to get Giles out and then run like hell. And instead of telling her that Willow is going to attempt the curse again, he tells her that Willow said, kick his ass. Right. That's not what Willow said. Xander. Bad boy, Xander. Also, Xander's trying to look out for uh, everybody, though. He is. But also... Angel's being selfish go. he's also being selfish but it's not like he's trying to get with buffy i don't think that's his motive here he just told willow that he loves her a little bit think so you think that's yeah. his motive like he's like he, uh, i think a little with bit angel is. out of the picture she's totally going I think for he's me angelus too you think so maybe in a way but i think he's more protective than he is angelus I do too, but I do think it's. I I think we would be remiss to say that it wasn't a little bit about getting Angel out of the way. Right. Okay. Less competition. Right. More chance of being the alpha. Right. Okay. I got exactly. you. Exactly. Inside the mansion, Angelus begins the ritual again, while Willow begins her own with Oz reading quote because he doesn't read Latin, mm. uh, the Latin text, and Cordy is back on sage duty. Angelus cuts his hand for blood, but before he can grab the sword, Buffy decapitates one of his lackeys. He explodes into dust. Yeah, and... it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's always fun when yeah. they when she just goes right for the decapitation. Yeah, it's like, yeah. pretty fun. Pretty cool. Uh, Drusilla and Angelus whip their heads over to look at her as she says, 
hello, lover, which is what he said to her in the mm-hmm. cemetery. Mm-hmm. And Jella says, I don't have time for you. <laughs> like the way he says, it, he's just like, get out of yeah, here. Like, we're we're doing a thing. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get this stone guy to come back. Come on. Go, get out of here. Come on. And he's I, like, I, I, you, I, I, you can't even take us all on. And she's right. like, I'm not. And then Spike comes to her aid, knocking mm. and jealous out. And he continues to wail on him for way longer than is necessary. Oh yeah. Just for good measure. He really sure. wants to get his aggression out on him. Uh, Buffy starts to fight another vamp, and then Drew tackles Spike away from Angelus. Xander runs in, punches the vamp Buffy had been fighting, then leaves to find Giles. Uh, Spike and Drew square up, and he says, I don't want to hurt you, baby. And she shoves him against the wall, choking him. (laughs) But he punches her out and says, (laughs) doesn't mean I won't. (laughs) Yeah, punches her right in the face. Um, And then Xander finds Giles, but Giles doesn't believe that he's real. He says it's a trick that they get inside his head and make him see things he wants. And Xander goes, then why would they make you see me? (laughs) He's like, (laughs) okay, good point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Xander helps Giles through the main hall uh, behind all the action that's taking place in front of them. Buffy's still battling the vampire that Xander punched. Drusilla and Spike are battling and Angel wakes up unseen by anyone heads to Akathla and successfully pulls the sword from him while Buffy takes her vamp. Ruh row. Now things are getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Willow uh keeps performing her ritual, starting and she's starting to kind of like pant and like have difficulty breathing. She's getting into it. She's getting she goes full Latin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Buffy picks up not yet. Buffy picks up her sword. Um and she and Angelus begin sword fighting, which is fun. I always that love a good cool. sword fight. Yeah, I wrote sword fighting. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Even Buffy gets a little flesh wound on her arm. Classic yeah. sword Damn fighting it. maneuver. I was just going to say that. You took it from me. <laughs> it's yeah, a flesh so Angel wound. cuts Buffy's arm, but it's only a flesh wound. <laughs> it's only a flesh wound. Um, and I don't know any terminology for fighting. So oh, I'm I do. just going to say you just they ask keep me. I'm battling. A pro, okay, because I did a lot stuff. of fighting in my day. Oh, sword you? fighting. Yeah, they parry. Parry. Okay. I do know they that parry. one. Yeah. Um, on guard. Okay. On guard. Yeah. Sheath. Nobody says that. Sheath. Uh, hilt. Yeah. Okay. Handle, I know the parts of the sword. Blade. Right. Sharpening. Anyway, sometimes they 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 keep they keep fighting each other. Yeah. Sometimes there's a kick or a punch. We cut to Willow. <laughs> She's starting to pant a lot it's now. Great action and recap. Then, I'm seeing it in you. my brain. Thank you. <laughs> Willow's panting a lot, and then she seems to be suddenly possessed and, and starts she's like, chanting. I'm having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. It's just what I was picturing when he said she's panting a lot. Oh no, yeah. she's like. <sighs> oh, slow panting. Slow panting, and pause, then pause. Uh, she starts getting. Looks like she's possessed, and she starts chanting in Romanian. Oz and Cordy are worried, but they're not really sure that they should stop her. Um, mm, yeah, she's just getting we, into it. Yeah, you yeah. know. Cut back to Buffy and Angelus still battling. Angelus finally gets the upper hand, disarming Buffy and elbowing her in the face, knocking her back into a stone table of some kind, which collapses and falls with her. And then we see a deep thundering, or we hear deep thundering growls coming from Akathla as he Uh-oh. begins to awake. And Spike cho- keeps choking Drusilla until she loses consciousness and slumps over in his arms. And so, I paused it here because I was mm-hmm. like, I said to Dave, and I was like, this wouldn't, this shouldn't work because vampires don't breathe. But what Dave said, well, he, she would still lose consciousness because it stops, it's, he's stopping the blood flow to her brain. So I was like, oh, okay, that checks out. Mm, right, yeah. 
that's why yeah yeah it's not the it's not the not oxygen the breath. thing it's the blood it's yeah. the blood yeah so sleeper spike, sleeper mood Sle- yeah. sle- sleeper hold sleeper hold sleeper, sleeper, sleeper hold, hold. Yeah. yeah spike carries her in his arms and then he stops and sees angelus advancing on buffy and he whispers god he's gonna kill her but he just shrugs and leaves it's like, eh, I'm, it's not my battle now. Yeah, I did like, what I needed you, to you do. He thought about it for a second, like, maybe I should go in. He's like, nah, whatever. Eh, <laughs> I'm yeah, just taking off. Drew and leaving. That's my yeah, job. Take his Drew. Angela says, now that's everything, huh? No weapons, no friends, no hope. Take that mm-hmm. all away and what's left? And he draws his sword back and thrusts it directly at her face, but she catches the blade between her palms so of her cool. hands. So cool. So oh, cool. And she man. says, me and then she shoves the blade oh, back at him and the hilt what? hits him in the face yeah, yeah. great scene oh great great action sequencing yeah. yeah did we see spike and drew take off in the car yet no not yet okay uh so uh buffy kicks angel grabs her sword starts fighting again and this is when spike busts through the garage door um, so cool with in the blacked black out car. classic car yeah pa- windows painted black and yeah. when we first saw uh angel in his old jalopy yeah. car uh when he is first in sunnydale i was like what's all that crap smeared all like i thought it was the dirtiest car i had ever seen in my life yeah and then i realized oh no they smear it out with like grease or something yeah or like black paint or something yeah right yep that because makes it's sense. because it can't um so if you noticed i don't know if you noticed this but spike is driving with only one arm and yeah. i mean the other one he does have around drusilla but right. he also moves his arm to avoid the direct sunlight right there's yeah, like I a that small was so cool. beam of direct sunlight yeah i was cool like detail. damn this is a really good exactly that's how i felt i was like they could have not done this and we probably right. would have never noticed but the fact that they did is right. very very cool. and they don't call it out either they're not like nope. well be careful because the sun like they didn't have to talk about it they yeah. just let it be in the scene exactly and it was cool. Yeah. yeah so yeah it's pretty cool um pretty cool and then buffy has the upper hand now in her battle with angelus uh especially when she knocks the sword from angelus's hand and we then we quickly flash to willow chanting intently the table before her kind of moving um buffy kicks angel and the angelus in the face and then we cut back to willow again and she finishes her chant the orb of thessala glows briefly then goes dark here we and go willow just kind of like it's sits go back. time yeah. yeah. Buffy raises her sword to kill Angelus, but stops oh. when he suddenly gasps. Yeah. And his eyes glow like the orb for an instant and then go back to being dark. He collapses mm-hmm. to the floor crying and Buffy stares at him, but she still holds her sword raised behind her because she's not really sure what's going on. Uh, and she wasn't told that Willow was going to be attempting the spell again. So how would she foresee this, you know? Right. Angel... Stands back up. His eyes are full of tears. And he looks into her eyes and he says, Buffy, what's Mm. going on? Oh, this is where he stands back up. Uh, And he says, where are we? I I don't remember. And Buffy realizes the angel is back. He's back. And she lowers her sword. He sees that she's hurt and he pulls her into an embrace. And he says he feels like he hasn't seen her in months. She starts to cry, then notices that Akathla's mouth is open. Uh-oh. And there's like his, a whirlwind in front of his mouth. Yeah, so his Portal. eyes start to glow, and a swirling vortex to hell begins to grow steadily larger. Mm. And this is where, when his mouth opened, it reminded me of the Cave of Wonders. <laughs> Cave of and Wonders? 
Yeah, in the original Aladdin, because you know how it's oh, like a lion yeah, yeah, head yeah. and the mouth opens. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's because yeah. he's sand. That's true. I don't know. It reminded me of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Buffy's like looking behind him as this vortex gets larger and larger, and she realizes it's too late. It's too late. She's got to do what she's got to do. She's got to do what she got to do. So know? she kisses him passionately as the vortex oh, one, gets larger. One for the road. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so the soak vortex this one in. getting larger behind them, and they say, I love you, and then she tells Angel to close his eyes. Mm-hmm. And he does. She kisses him gently, starting to cry. Then she pulls back and thrusts the sword into his stomach. Blue Ooh. light swirls around him and kind of this like lightning swirly bolt thing kind of sure covers around him and he reaches out an arm to her but she just kind of starts stepping back keeping her eye on the sword not his face and he says buffy right before the vortex grows to meet him and swallows him up closing the vortex oh man straight to angel yeah like a- you know what's funny is we had angel hair pasta tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I was like finishing this up and Dave texted me to say that he was like heading home and he was like, hey, can you check if we have any pasta for dinner? And I was like, we have angel hair. Huh? That's funny. <laughs> Too just funny. This <laughs> anyway, this is no uh, time for jokes. <laughs> sorry. It's my fault. Yeah. Anyway, Smooch Buffy- stab into the vortex straight to hell. Straight to hell. Buffy yeah. looks at it for a few more seconds, begins to cry harder, and then turns away. And then we get fucking Sarah McLaughlin, full of grace. Oh, I didn't know Playing Sarah over McLaughlin. the scene, tugging at our heartstrings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this music. <laughs> the angels. <laughs> Is she the one who sings the song about the That's- dogs in the commercials? That's yeah. the song. Yeah, that's the that's one I the was song? singing. That's the same song? It's not the same song that's playing here, oh, okay. but that song same artist, is, the, <laughs> is the one from, yeah, all gotcha. of the like dog yeah. commercials. Yeah, similar feelings too. Yeah. yeah. Sarah McLaughlin, man. Oh, She knows how to hit those heartstrings. Singing heart us out. Singing mm-hmm. out season two. Right. We fade to Buffy walking down the street, stopping outside of her house. Then we cut to Joyce coming up the stairs. She sees Buffy's bedroom door is open and her windows are too, but Buffy isn't there. Her clothes are strewn about and a note is left on her bed. We don't see what it says, but Joyce starts to cry. Probably says peace out. Bet. Like something like, <laughs> yeah, something real snarky. Like no, you told me to leave. So it's, piss a, out. it's a couple of sentences because she's reading for a little bit. Oh, okay. Then we cut to outside Sunnydale High. Oz pushes Willow in a wheelchair. Xanda, Xanda, Xander. Xanda. Xanda. Xanta Claus. <laughs> Xander still has his cast on and Giles is moving slowly. Cordelia hmm. asks if there's been any word from Buffy, but no one has heard from or seen her. And Oz says, but we know the world didn't end because check it out. Um yeah. Giles says that they went back to the mansion and Akathla was dormant and Willow is sure that the spell worked, but Xander says maybe it wasn't in time. Maybe she had to kill him before the cure could work. And Willow says, or maybe Angel was saved and they want to be alone together. Cordelia says, well, she's got to show up sooner or later. We still have school. Willow says, yeah, she'll be here in a while. And they all kind of like look around for her for a little bit and then don't see her. So they head in. (laughs) We'll have later. That's what they they head into the school. 
as Sarah McLaughlin gets louder. <laughs> sings us out. Sings us out. Yeah. Playing on all our emotions. And we see Buffy watching from behind a tree across the street. Ah, creeping. What is it? Creeping and... Uh, lurking and smirking. Lurking and smirking, but she's not smirking. <laughs> she's, she's no not smirk, happy. Not smirking. Not, yeah. not happy. <laughs> uh, so she walks away, a duffel bag over her shoulder, and we cut to Buffy on a bus. We see her reflection in the window as it drives past her house. Mm-hmm. Then cut to the bus driving past a sign that says, now leaving, now leaving Sunnydale. Sunnydale. Come back soon. Mm-hmm. She'll and be that back. That is the end of season two. <laughs> Wow. Mm. Crazy. What are your thoughts here? I thought, wow, she's skipping town. It's not going to last because once she gets over the heartbreak, you know, she'll be back because uh, Hellmouth's still open as far as I know. Yeah. Well, maybe I shouldn't ask you what you think because you're making predictions. Oh. What did you think overall of the season finale? Overall, season finale was fantastic. It was crazy. There's so much happening. We got all the characters back together. The score was nuts. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, there was a lot happening. Yeah. A lot of peril, a lot of things that could or could not happen. And then uh, it ends in a big dramatic twist where Angel is killed. Yeah. By Buffy. Yeah. And I said- I said, put your money where your mouth is, like way back in the mall episode, you yep. know, with the blue guy. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to kill him. I'm like, yeah, okay. You're never going to kill him. But here she is. Here she killed she him. she is. Yep. Mm-hmm. She showed up for the dance. She did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she danced the dance. She walked the walk. She stabbed the stab. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put a stop to this and start telling you some trivia. <laughs> she stopped the stop. Uh, so some trivia for this episode. Mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Geller and David Boreanaz did practice sword fighting um, with sword fighting instructors. Um, and so some of, I mean, you can tell some of it is them. Yeah. But most of the wide shots are not them. Right. Um, Whenever her I, back was, is to camera. It's still pretty impressive. Yeah. That, you know, the close-ups are them, definitely. Like you can, there's sure. no way around, especially because at the time, like they didn't have any way of, putting superimposing their faces on other people so yeah it's for sure them uh the buffy angel love theme which has played multiple times throughout this season is playing when buffy tells angel to close his eyes and mm-hmm. it's called close your eyes and is oh. composed by christoph beck mm. nice. darla also tells angel to close his eyes before she sires him in the previous episode sires him yeah makes him a vamp mm-hmm We've talked about that before. Yeah, I yeah. know. Okay. Mm, <laughs> um, at the end of the credits, you probably didn't watch this far. What? But during the normal, the mutant enemy logo, when the monster walks across the screen and normally says, grr, arg. Yeah. Instead, this episode, he says, oh, I need a hug. What? Yep. That is ridiculous. You should go back and watch it. Ah, <laughs> All I the way at the end of the credits. I feel like I need to, but that's I I saw crazy. it in the trivia and I was like, what? That's so and I, stupid. So I went and I watched it. And even on Hulu, <laughs> there it is. Come on. And he kind of sounds like Homer Simpson. Oh, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But Oh, I need a hug. Yeah, he's like, oh, I need a hug. <laughs> oh, boy. <Jeez. laughs> I love that. Cheeky. So good. So cheeky. What's your favorite moment of 
becoming part one becoming part one boy it's mm-hmm. gonna be hard it's it's hard to remember which episode two? is which yeah well, uh i tell think me, tell me two part of them. part one definitely uh the great shot of the obelisk in the center and we get the dolly yeah i explained in great detail earlier yeah that's my favorite part of part one i believe Mm-hmm. okay my um, favorite part of part one is mm-hmm. i actually really like all the flashbacks because I like yeah, learning more about too. Angel. And I yeah. also like that we have one about Buffy from her previous school. Yeah. Um, but I also really love it when Spike calls Angelus a ninny. <laughs> right. No, you ninny. She read it in the morning paper. Yeah. I like the, the 1700s um, flashbacks. Yeah. Where the Angel Ireland. first. Yeah. I thought that was really cool with the cobblestone and everything. The sets were great. Yeah. The sets are really good in this show. Yeah. I'll give them that. They, have they good are sets. really, especially for 90s. Like Yeah. And they bounce good. around a lot too. They have a lot of different sets. It's yeah. not like, and a lot of it's like on location. Like it doesn't all feel studio sets, like yeah. stage stages. So Definitely uh, the first season was not as much bouncing around. Yeah. You have a lot more obviously here. They got a little bit more budget perhaps yeah. here. Part two. Where Spike and Buffy are walking along and then Joyce shows up and then the whole thing about the band was good and just Mm -hmm. sort of the awkwardness around them. I just like Spike being a guy's guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like not just, you know, up to no good. He's uh, he's got a little bit more to do and hanging out with Buffy. Yeah. I kind of wish he would hang out more. He's got a little more heart to him right now. But I also like when Giles said in a tutu. Yeah. That was really good too. That was badass. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, obviously Buffy putting a sword through the soul restored angel is heartbreaking. But, but it's powerful. Powerful. But I fucking love the awkward silence and recognition that happens between Joyce and Spike. I yeah. just love, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I just like, it's just good. this is such a fun pairing, you know? Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps so. when uh, Spike breaks good, you know, him and Joyce, I don't know. Oh, I think he's going to come back. I, don't know, I could see him as a nice father figure. <laughs> For Buffy? <laughs> sure. You know. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. And then he starts uh, calling at Joyce At one point, pet. you said something about like how Buffy's going to fall in love with more, vamp- make out with more vampires and yep. maybe Spike will be one of them. And now he's maybe. her father figure? Who knows? You know, she's already dating a 275-year-old dude, so... Oh, I well, don't know if I'm she's previously... dating him anymore. Not <laughs> no more, but, yeah. you know, there's still time. Things can happen. All right, Pat. Uh, predictions for season three. What do you I got? I have no idea. All right, well, season three, she's going to come back. Uh, okay. Half of the episode... Oh, this would be really cool. I don't know if this is going to happen, but this is what they should do. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Episode one of season three. She is not, Buffy is not in the episode, the entire episode. We just follow the rest of the Scooby gang and hell she's is She's off un- shooting SNL again. Yeah, she's doing something, but she's <laughs> she's off the reservation. She's out of Sunnydale. So hell is breaking loose, quite literally. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's all sorts of mayhem in Sunnydale. And the Scooby gang's like, what are we going to do? And then at the very end of the episode one, Buffy shows up to save the day. But then she's like Mopey Buffy, so we got to get around the Mopey Buffy like episode It's going to be like season two, episode one all (laughs) over again. We got to go through that whole thing again. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Yeah, it won't yeah. be right away. I mean, or that's at least what they should do. She's got an even bigger issue to face now. Oh, she got a huge issue now. Yeah. So perhaps her character is gonna is gonna take more of a more of a dark twist. Mm. You know, now she's yeah. got some real demons to uh, contend with. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And so. uh, I think Spike and Drew are gone for a while. I think they will return, but not for a while. I think they'll be gone for. Yeah, Half and you had predicted that Drusilla would die. And like I said, maybe Snyder as well, because you really want him gone. But right. neither Drew nor Snyder died. Yeah, Snyder will get his. Don't worry. He's too good of a bad guy. You know, he's just kind of a minor annoyance, but mm-hmm. he's got more to his story. Him and the chief of police, they're up to something. Perhaps they live in a nice studio apartment somewhere together. <laughs> and uh, They have a bromance. They have a bromance. They make ramen noodles. Uh, for each other at night yeah because you know they're not good cooks but at least that they can handle yeah and they end up watching matlock at night that's kind of their thing (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it okay okay that's good enough you have any thoughts on big bad big bad yeah Mm, no season three no i have no idea there's gonna be somebody new it's gonna be something new something's gonna happen Mm -hmm. you know what angel could come back but not for a while. Yeah, but he what could do you come back. what do you think? I don't is know. he gone? Is he what do you think? Well, this whole this whole Acathola thing is still a uh, uh, stone statue, am I right? Yeah. With a sword in him. So, yep. that could come back, but mm-hmm. Angel was the key. So, I don't know how it would open back up. So, I don't know. No idea where to fall on that. So, I'm I'm not going to make any prediction for Big Bad. What about him flying away and having his own show? Yeah. He has his own show now. <laughs> this is it. He just has his I own mean, show perhaps. inside a Kothla. <laughs> yeah. 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 Welcome to Angel Hell. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, the show could Maybe be a prequel. Maybe that show isn't about Buffy at all. It couldn't. Maybe yeah, it it's could a be complete a total coincidence offshoot. that it's David Boreanaz and called Angel. No. Maybe it has nothing to do with Buffy. No, it's connected somehow. It could be a prequel or somehow he gets released. I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. No idea. I just have to see how this series unfolds. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well. That's that. Wow. That's, that's season that. two. Yeah. Amazing. So crazy. All we have left is uh, what media do you recommend? Well. I mean, what can you recommend do? anything above this banger of a two-parter? <laughs> we just I, this was quite a banger two-parter. Um. I know I watched something that I enjoyed that I knew <laughs> I knew I should have written down because uh, now it's escaping me. What about you? What do you got for media? Um, I have a book, actually. Okay. Um, I read... So Dave and I have been reading the latest book in the Akatar Court, A Court of Thorns and Roses series mm-hmm. that came out earlier this year. It's called A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah mm-hmm. J. Moss. And um, we had been sort of reading it on and off. We, we read it together. So usually like I'm reading it to him out loud because I do the voices and you know, it's a whole right. thing. And Dave can't read. Dave can read. <laughs> <laughs> I just... A lot of times like he's driving and I'm not, so I'll read to him or, you know, before we go to bed, whatever. Anyway. That's cute. It's very sweet, okay? Mm -hmm. 
we finished reading it shortly after returning back from Savannah because obviously we had a lot of time in the car to for yeah, me to read did. to him. So and it was really really good. It was very saucy, sauciest saucy. book. What do you I've mean saucy? Yet. Well, the whole series is like you know sexy, like and saucy. sexy time. Yeah, like Outlander. You know, like this. Like, uh... What is that? Uh, what is that thing? <laughs> something that who does borat does have you oh. seen borat <laughs> yeah but not in a long time okay. i haven't seen the second movie yeah um yeah anyway it was really good really like it amy should read this series okay I'm telling you she would love it yeah she probably would okay well i finally caught up with wet hot american <gasps> summer yes yeah because we were searching for something to watch and yeah, Amy and we had reminded about me it a couple times. from the podcast. She's like, well, what about that movie that Sammy brought up and you said that you were interested in it? And I was like, did I? I have no recollection of saying anything but on the podcast. But you've seen it before, right? I had seen pieces of it. Yeah, oh, but I don't think I've the seen the whole thing. thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. No. Or maybe I did see the whole thing, but it's so long ago that I don't remember it. Yeah. But So uh, what do you think? Yeah. We watched the whole thing. It's completely silly and it's ridiculous. Amazing. Um, but it was funny. We liked it. And now we're watching the Netflix limited series. Yeah. And there's two of them. Yes. There's yep. like first day of camp. And then I forget what the other one is. The other one's like 10 year anniversary. Yeah. Or yeah. That's like right. That. Reunion um, something. But they were both filmed like pretty close to. 2015 and 2017. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the original movie was what year again? 2001, two- I think. Okay. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's kind it of funny. A while. <laughs> yeah. um, but they got like everyone back. Right. Yeah. Which was awesome. It um, was awesome. Yeah. The Paul Rudd scene. Paul Rudd is so funny. Oh my God. But when he's so like funny. throwing a fit in the cafeteria. Oh to my pick, God. It's so, so good. Funny. He like throws his food and then <laughs> yeah, she's like, when he's you gotta done. pick that up. <laughs> he's done with his meal. He just throws his whole tray and food all over. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, you gotta fucking pick that up. You know? Yeah. And he, and he's like, he's like ah, he like gets a fork ah, and puts it on the train. He's like, oh, right. and then he gets another one. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, very. Whenever funny. I'm being like fake angry, that's what I do. <laughs> Channel Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. So yeah, you can find that. I think we watched it on. We I think we had to watch it on uh, Peacock. It was oh, only really? streaming I on Peacock. I thought all of them were on Netflix because they did the limited series. Yeah, not the original movie. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. Mm. And while we were watching it on Peacock, it was a free app. And because of that, we were getting commercials like Aww. every 10 minutes. Aww. And it was driving me nuts because it'd be like in the middle of a scene. It'd just yeah. like pop up and be like, deodorant? No, 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 no. I'm like, ah! I'm I like, physical that. media. I need physical media. This is why I go to the library for DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah. Because that drives me nuts. That's yeah, no way to I consume hate, a piece I hate of art. When they do it like in the you know like there's places people right. like put in a little right. bit of effort. Yeah. And put it in places like that are in between scenes. Right. I know Buffy has them because I have the cheap version of Hulu, but at least it's like that was built for TV, so they have like natural breaks for commercial breaks. Yeah. Yeah. So are so, so are the commercials actually put in those? Spots? I think so. Yeah. Okay. They might I be a know. little the, off paid, at times, but I pay I extra for Hulu because I'm like I don't want to see any ads. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yep. So, 
Yeah. Cool. So I'm, I'm catching up with that. It's good stuff. Yeah. I don't right. think I've watched all of them. I don't, I'm, I watched either the first day of camp or the reunion, but I don't think I watched both. Yeah. I can't remember which one. I have to go back. Yeah. So good. So good. So, boy. Let's close this out. Close it we, out because that was a crazy, crazy episode. Oof. Oof. So nuts. All right. So, thanks everybody for tuning in to this week's episode and as always listen subscribe on apple Podcasts, amazon music google Podcasts, spotify or stitcher and or stitcher do it do it all why not you know and yeah. don't forget rate us five stars leave us a nice review tell your friends your family your co-workers your dogs your neighbors your dogs your cats your, your hamsters frenemies. your mice your enemies and frenemies uh people on the street random just you know pop a earbud in their ear and just hit play and just let them hear this podcast because that's how word gets around yep Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. be Mm -hmm. our street team and what else sammy (laughs) uh well i also wanted to say that next week we're going to be back to a regular one buffy one lost episode oh man i gotta take notes again you got to start taking notes again. Um, right. I will I say, like, I week. was a little bit nervous about, you know, all the note taking I had to do, but I had, mm-hmm. a, this episode is so good. Like, I yeah. don't mind going back and like watching it and like analyzing it. It's so you had good. a great These time. Episodes. Yeah, you loved had a it. Good time. Loved yeah. it. Follow <laughs> us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at kickstreampod. I post stuff there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, tell us what your favorite moments are of each episode, fun things. We had a great fan email um, just a couple days ago where they saw Willie the Snitch in the wild. Hmm. In, in, um, what was it? In the wild? Not, not (laughs) in the wild. In, um, ah, I sent it to you. In like another show. In another show. Yeah. The, one of the. NCIS? No, not NCIS. Damn it, I can't remember. No. <laughs> What's the other one? The long, long running one. Law and Order. Law and Order. SVU. Boom. SVU. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. They were like, hey, just wanted to let you know that I saw this. We, ah, I, know how much, I know how much Pat loves Willie the Snitch. <laughs> so that was really cool. I do. Yep. Um, and yeah, so tell us what your favorite moments are, which episode wins, like what, what you like, what you pull out from episodes, and send us any emails, but just you know mark spoilers with spoiler or lb in the subject line just so we know and can direct appropriately to kickstreampod at gmail.com and check out show notes for this and every single episode at kickingstreaming.com yep that's our website that Great. is our website and always remember that streaming that streaming is, is better better with, with friends, friends. Wow. At Central Park. At Central Park. Oh, friends. Friends. David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) David Schwimmer, if you're listening, if you're a Buffy or a Lost fan, you know, he's totally listening. Yeah. Come on the podcast. We'd We'd love love to have have you. you. (laughs) No talking about friends, though. We don't allow that here. No, no. We just got to (laughs) talk about Buffy or Lost. Yep. Uh, Or the OJ Simpson Simpson thing that you Yeah. Yeah. We talk about that, too. I love it. That's totally fine. They're doing another one. Did you know? Another O.J. Simpson one? No, not O.J. Simpson. Another American Crime Story. Oh, yeah. Monica Lewinsky? Yeah. Yeah. Beanie Feldstein. Yeah. That's exciting. It is. That is exciting. I think they're going to... Aren't they going to do another one about Trump or something, too? That'd be I don't know. Don't quote me on that. 
I, I mean, I thought they had stopped altogether, but turns yeah. out they haven't. So that's great. Keep cool. them coming. That's Tune what I in. say. Crank them out. When we watch that, we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, everybody. Okay. We will see you. Next week. You will week. hear us next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.